I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Nah, baby, I'm not going to be able to do it. I tried to take you serious before and you blew it. You figured you were slick dissing me for the next man, but when you heard he had a wife and ruined your plans. Now you want to come back and act like it's all that, but I ain't trying to hear it because you sound real whack. You got it over to her first time, but that was the last time. I never make the same mistake again in a lifetime. You hooker, no way, no how. You history. So let's keep it real because this ain't no mystery. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. That sounds kind of angry. Uh, it is kind of angry. You never heard, uh, not gonna be able to do it? Mm-mm. Uh, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, I think, actually, the name of it might not be that. It might be, can you do it or some shit like that. But, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if this is on Spotify or not. I'll have to, have to check, uh, have to check, uh, check around here. But, uh, yeah, that was my song, man. Not gonna be able to do it. Um, Kind of blew up when I was a kid. Uh, I didn't know much about women. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I didn't realize it was a, a bitter song about a Angry dude that song. got played, uh, apparently. Um, and didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. And, of course, Double X Posse does not have anything um, <laughs> on um, Spotify. Spotify. But, Spotify, uh, everybody. Yeah, I might be able to find something. The name of that album was Put Your Boots On. <laughs> Who sponsored that, the Republicans? <laughs> nah, baby, I'm not gonna be able to do it. I tried to take you serious before and you blew it. You figured you would slick this and me pull up next man, but when you heard he had a wife, you with your plans. Now you wanna come back and act like it's all that, but I ain't trying to hear it cause you sound real whack. You got it off the first time, but that was the last time. I'll never make the same mistake again in a lifetime, you hook up. No way, no how, you're here. first verse was she was trying to holler at another dude then this one was like why don't we just move and be together but he was like nah you was faking moves with earl
happy and it's good to be single To mingle with the ladies while the earrings jingle And that's the way it is cause that's the way that I want it When I see a pretty mommy looking good, I'm on it Checking out a profile, let's see if she got style If she ain't a good, she ain't worth my while I'm all about sticking and moving with the quickness Get the four play let's get down to business Is it good? Is it good, baby? Damn, but Jimmy had broke. But still, I kept stroking to her boots and smoking. And left her on the bed with her legs wide open. Trying to kick it to me like if she was my girl. But Joe, I had to tell her ain't no way in the world. He is not going to take care of his kid, Karen. That is how he gets down. Apparently so, and somebody in the chat room said that Will Smith danced to this song in the episode of Fresh Prince. Obviously, they didn't know. Uh, the history of this group because uh, NBC would not have approved that if they knew that. Like pretty much this song is only about a fear of commitment. He won't commit to the first lady. Then he won't commit to the second lady. Then he literally gets a woman pregnant and says nope, I'm not going to be able to do it. Yeah. So yeah, that was my song growing up. Had no idea wow. the fuck that song was about. And I'm glad you didn't, sir. <laughs> oh wow. man. Wow, this is the I Ain't Shit song? Apparently so, man. I had no like just listening to this now, I just realized. I got like, problems wow. with women's song. Seriously, dude say, Oh no, my Jimmy hat broke, but still I kept stroking to her legs wide open. <laughs> I mean to, 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 he just like, I'm, I kept fucking, of course. Duh. And, uh. Who stops? No, I'm not gonna be able to raise that baby. <laughs> what are you looking at me like yeah, that for? Yeah, he's like, who's, who stops? That's, that's your problem. Oh my god. I never realized how ain't shit double X Fossey was, man. Apparently so. Apparently the boots he wants you to put on are to walk away from the relationships. <laughs> boots. Not, 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 not the, uh, pull your, pull up by your bootstraps boots that the Republicans talking about not them mm. a different type of boots different type of boots completely apparently uh some some sort of uh some sort of angry yeah uh, walk away from these women boots yeah one of them days them boots are gonna walk all over you and your baby girl um uh, this is the blackout test podcast you can find us on itunes stitcher and Potomatic. uh the motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny uh we do this show five days a week and um you, we also do guest appearances uh, for instance, you should be able to hear me on um, the latest episode of Scandal Podcast, uh, where I talked with Jaha and Langston, and we had a good old time reviewing uh, the episode Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which was a very fun conversation. Uh, actually, uh, um, helped me realize some stuff about Scandal I didn't even realize I that I knew. Um, so that was cool. Um, and uh you can also do stuff like go to the blackout uh dot com and look at our premium shows, you know, uh become a premium member and you can 
see all of the the shows you know that we do we do so many spinoff shows and yes we do bonus content and extra stuff you guys can check all that stuff out there mm-hmm. um, we like the african kids we're less than a dollar a day just for a single cup of coffee you mm-hmm. can support the black eye who tips for 50 cents a day yes. even less actually but oh, still my bad. yes around 50 cents a day, day you can uh support the show man and uh it really helps us out uh tremendously man i know it's uh you know economy's hard people going through shit all the time oh yeah people jump in people fall off uh it's never personal never hard feelings mm-hmm. but uh we appreciate everybody that does stick with us and uh continues to enjoy the bonus content that we provide man uh we, we stay trying to come up with new and interesting ways for y'all to enjoy what we, we do. do yes constantly grinding constantly thinking of shit yeah man and uh it's definitely a great way to support a business that isn't full of shit like we like you actually get something for, for your, your, your money. money yes you do as opposed to a lot of stuff man um speaking of guys that uh give you stuff for your money we do have sponsors uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme <laughs> today's show is sponsored by shadowdogproductions.com uh shadow Dog productions is of course the makers of fine audio plays who uh you know involve many people that go on to become famous <coughs> alexa yeems um and you can uh get in on the ground floor hear them when they were just going to a little studio in Greensboro and recording. Yeah, was she uh, 16, 17 years old when we first met her? Mm-hmm, hmm Maybe younger than that, 15, mm-hmm. something like that. But uh, now she's a, um, a big-time star, you know, showing up on, on on TV and stuff on the CW. And who discovered her first? Dexter. So uh, I think you guys could enjoy some uh, audio plays. We have our own page over there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not all just funny comedy audio plays, which is what we really do, but there's some serious ones. There's some, uh, some ones that are, you know, dramatic, some about that are horror based. Like it's a good way to support the show because they continue to support us whenever you guys buy things there. Yes, they do. So shadowdogproductions.com, uh, like I said, it helps us out a lot. Um, we also have, um, Another sponsor is a little sexier. Where's my sexy music? (music) Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom around the nether regions? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your love with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you get 50% off of just about any item. But that's not all. Mm-mm. Will you select your one item at 50% off, which, I mean, really should be enough to get, like, what are you waiting for? Why haven't you clicked on adamandeve.com already? But, okay, whatever. Um... You also get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift that is so sensual, I can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, they'll throw in free shipping on your entire order. They are really not fucking around, guys. But you can be fucking around with guys or girls if you just sign up by going to adamandeve.com. And in the checkout box, you put in the offer code tbgwt tbgwt like the black guy who tips 
and you will get your 50 percent off your three free dvds a free extra gift and free shipping it really makes everything so cheap uh it'll get there so fast uh, they keep you updated with the email where your shit is and when it's shipping out and the process and all that stuff um just use offer code tbgwt at adamandeve.com also during the checkout process make sure you check the box that says do you want a free gift do you want free dvds yes you do want those things you do they're because they cost you nothing Mm-mm, so uh, i don't care if they send you the same gift and the same dvds you can just go down to the, the barbershop and sell it like the bootleg man. <laughs> or give it to family and friends. Yeah. So make sure you guys do that, man. AdamandEve.com. All right, man. Um, got a ton of news and stuff to talk about. All right, sir. Um, first things first, uh, everybody who filled out brackets in the Quicken Loans Billion Dollar Bracket Challenge pool, it's officially over. Yeah, um, I, I'm like you. I'm like, why waste your time? Because when it comes to this, and especially if it's the one and done, you don't never know who's going to win because it was quite a few upsets over mm-hmm. this weekend. Duke and Syracuse. Mm. Yeah, they was they was sending them home. Yep. So uh, the odds of winning were like, you know, like one in a trillion or some shit, some stupid shit like that, like. The odds of you winning the lottery and uh, getting struck by lightning in the same week were less than winning this shit. Ah! And, of course, people went and did it anyway just for the off chance of doing it. And I'm sure Yahoo generated a ton of uh, advertising and mm-hmm. clicks and shit on their uh, pi- page. That's um, what it's all about. Um, I'm sure Quicken Loans got a few people signed up or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, nobody is alive anymore. It's only been three days of the tournament. Of the tournament. And day two was the, technically the end of it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, what, what would be funny though is if like there was one perfect bracket, but it was on like ESPN. Oh, that'd be so. It's like up. I just didn't submit, man. I put my shit on CBS and I had no idea. Uh, but yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, all kinds of upsets and stuff in the tournament, but you guys should have known it's impossible to win. Of course. Uh, so yesterday, Ta-Nehisi Coates, uh, who is, uh, I think America's prevalent, uh, uh, probably the most prevalent authority or writer on race in the last couple of years, at least. Okay. Uh, one of those people that everybody like points, points you to their pieces when, uh, they write stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of times he's, uh, writing very thoughtful, uh, critiques about race and, uh, you know, good, um, you know, where he'll actually discuss stuff against, uh, what people are saying and shit like that. Like, you know, something that I think is, um, needed. Um, and I think a lot of people root for him because he is, you know, a black columnist who talks about race and, uh, like anything with black people, uh, we like to support, um, you know, we like to see a vision of ourselves. So like in the mix, especially mm-hmm. when you're competent and you're good and people go gravitate towards you. Cause it's like finally someone who at least shares my experience, even if they don't share my opinion. That's true. So um you know he's been writing for a while and uh i guess he kind of got um into um a little bit of hot water this uh a couple well maybe last week 
because he wrote something um that he uh where he kind of compared uh president obama's view of black poverty uh with paul ryan's and he says well i shouldn't have like it does appear that i've conflated those two and i should be more like nuanced and go back and break down and i don't think they see exactly the same but i do think the way president obama looks at you know black poverty is problematic and whatnot you know and so um he goes on basically and 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 it's a it's a very very long read i'll put a link in it if you guys want to go back and read it i read it all but it took me like forever um but uh let me matter of fact let me put it in chat real quick but um you know it to me it's something that we've discussed on the show before it's not really groundbreaking it's kind of old hat but that's kind of one of the things good about ta-nehisi coates is that he does talk like he goes in depth with shit that i think is kind of common sense for black folks and people that are minorities in america and he just kind of like talks about it in depth to for people that probably wouldn't ever care or get it um so him and um a person he respects jonathan chait apparently has um they have a slight disagreement about president obama and how he sees race and culture and poverty and all this shit and personal responsibility and um that was you know and then this whole thing is kind of like a response to that um the only thing i will say man like is i really don't care how people feel about the president speaking about uh poverty and shit i get it like he'll uh like obviously no one likes to be criticized uh and a lot of times he ends up going to like say uh the graduating class of howard and being like look man raise your kids you know get a good job you know stay with your family and uh you know keep working hard uh i know the odds are stacked against you but you know unfortunately the options we're left with are kind of work real fucking hard or 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 don't or don't succeed um and so people don't like that shit because it's like why are you telling these kids yeah, like they got degrees. Like it's like the people who need it. They looking like the people that probably need to hear that message ain't in this room. Yeah, he also does it at churches and stuff like that. Now the thing is, where the fuck is he gonna coordinate this uh group of wayward youth? Uh, black like is he supposed to go to speak at prisons or like, you know, I don't know where they want him to go give this speech at exactly. That's true. But these are the the venues that you know presidents speak at. They don't go speak typically um, too too often in other places. Also, when he does this in like say a church in Chicago, people get mad at that shit too. So let's be honest: we as black folks don't like being criticized, and we definitely don't like being criticized when somebody goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Despite all the systematic issues, you still need to raise your kids. Nobody likes hearing that shit, even because though I think it's a true statement. It's true. That's right. You know what I mean? It doesn't really matter if the president says it or the old man up the block says it. If it's true, it's fucking true. That's right. You know, I remember even when during that Don Lemon thing where I was like, some of this shit I just thought was ridiculous. Uh black people litter and white people don't. It's like, get the fuck out of here. But when he was like <laughs> But when he was like, Raise your kids, I was like, Who the fuck gonna disagree with that? Who's who's sitting around like, Yeah, man, we don't need to raise our kids? Nobody. You know? I can't, yeah, y'all need to stop, except for the dude from Double X Posse, apparently. 
but <laughs> he don't count yeah in general people are like you know raise your fucking kids like nobody's sitting around like oh you know who i respect niggas that don't raise their kids oh those are my favorite most people are like raise your fucking kids man um so i um the thing i've always said about the president and the reason that i really don't get too up in arms about these speeches is because he's not really giving these speeches for black people in my opinion these are just like every other thing he does it's kind of for strategic yeah it's kind of for everybody else i mean Mm -hmm. the same way that he um didn't try to pass uh my brother's keeper initiative until what five six years until he had to get that second term Mm -hmm. because it's like i can't be out here trying to help black people uh specifically in any way because america already accuses him uh he's he's suspect by the fact that he's black half black either even he's already suspect to a lot of people as biased okay um and that's the thing that i think i kind of get turned off with when it comes to people like um tiny coats um you know a bunch of and a lot of a lot of black people that are liberal or progressive who are like i'm gonna hold the president's feet to the fire a lot of times i get turned off because i do understand the environment that he's doing this shit in and to me it's never been uh, a point where he was gonna with a black a black president was gonna be able to be um say anything about black people that was more than just a little helpful like he's not gonna be able to be the quote-unquote black president he's not gonna be able to come out and say uh things because i believe certain the position is that way and and honestly he's had to almost distance himself to some extent from a lot of black shit because yes uh let's talk about some stuff he has done that didn't get taken over well that i don't think was controversial at all but immediately cost him votes cost him uh um uh, started arguments in american homes uh when he said that trayvon martin could be his son that's a true statement that's just an empathetic thing that no president has ever said and will ever be able to say other than him he says that and that becomes a hot button argument that is still used against him to this day okay when he talked about skip gates yes you know and a black man being harassed at his own fucking home and getting arrested when he brought that up and it's like no you need to have drink a beer with the damn police and apologize president you know let's talk about the fact that people have wanted to see his birth certificate and his grades Mm -hmm. this is not still demanding it and still will tell you he wasn't born in america yeah like to me i think what what goes missing in this discussion is that this is not the same um environment or the same um standard that you know that other presidents are really going to be held to so when people go well we have to critique him the same way i would critique clinton it's like actually you don't because because clinton didn't have it stacked against him on those fronts where it was like now like like if clinton went to a black church spoke in black preacher voice and uh upheld and said nothing but positive disingenuously positive black things about black people everybody goes oh my god that's the greatest thing ever if president obama does that it becomes he's dividing our country this man gave a speech where he talked about 
how he can no longer he can no more distance himself from Reverend Wright than he could from his grandmother who had some problematic views about race as well. And people went, he's dividing our country. I thought it was one of the best speeches I've ever heard on race, period. And what what do we get as a takeaway? He's divisive. He's 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 trying to, to turn the country against each other on the basis of race just for talking about race a little bit in one speech. It this is not an even playing field for him either. So it's weird to me that people can understand it on a micro level where it's like, it's not an even playing field for the kids at Howard, but they don't deserve to hit this speech. He don't deserve the shit he's getting. Like, ain't that the truth? You know, it's, it's like, um, so it's weird to me because that on the one hand, you have that, right? The second, the other thing that's, that I don't like about it is I really dislike the idea of the black progressive person that pulls and um it's one of the things i didn't like about some of the episodes of boondock i don't like when people try to pull the i'm superior to my other black people because i have an opinion that is negative of the president therefore distancing myself from my brethren because y'all are sheep for supporting this black dude y'all only support him because he's black y'all know shit about the president like there's this kind of undertone that a lot of black progressives have i'm not saying that this piece is completely that's all it is to it i've read the whole thing it was pretty nuanced and good but the point being, there's this like undercurrent of like, yeah, y'all sheep, cause y'all, y'all black people hate to hear anything about. And that's like, I really think sometimes, um, what people fail to realize is if black people are only out here supporting black people, we'd be supporting Herman Cain, mm-hmm. Alan Keyes, mm-hmm. Colin Powell, Condoleezza Rice. Black people don't just support black people shit. That like no, a lot don't. of times, if you come out and you're black and you're like, ah, you know, black people are the worst. It's like people go fuck you. They sure will. So could you at least give black people some credence for the fact that they support the president on more than just his race? But also, more importantly, even if they did support him for dumb reasons, that's actually what equality looks like. I ain't that the truth. Motherfucker supported Sarah Palin because she had guns and kill moose and she was and, a white woman yeah or, or just she was hot like just yes. stupid superficial reasons if true equality for black people would be us being able to support a candidate for truly superficial reasons and everybody goes well that's stupid but whatever right yeah, and, and it's okay and it's and it's one of those things where in our country people support things for dumb reasons and the thing about it you're gonna ha- always have these people in that group you're gonna have the people that are gonna be educated that are gonna know the topics that are gonna you know know the nuances know the laws know all this stuff you're gonna have those people that are gonna be highly educated then you're gonna have people and regardless of of where they stand i voted for him because they black i voted for them because they white i voted for them because they republican i voted for them because they're democrat and there's nothing wrong with those group of people too the problem that i have is when the highly educated people turn around and turn their nose up at these other people like they're less than stupid and dumb because they're not quote-unquote on top of everything that happens people have lives to live and everybody does not have the time to dedicate and inform themselves on all the topics but it does not make them less than yeah it's also weird too like hillary clinton gets to be supported by people who say i want to see a woman in the white house openly president obama doesn't get to get supported by people who say i want to see a black man in the white house you got to have another reason Mm -hmm. you cannot simply say 
I want to see a black man. You can say that about a woman. If you say I support Sarah Palin, why? Why would like? I think it's time for a woman to be in the White House. You can simply say, say that, that, and people will be fine with that. Do not let anybody catch your ass talking about some. Well, I just want to see a black man in the White House. Well, why? I mean, doesn't it matter what his qualifications are? I mean, don't you? I mean, but what about what? What? I mean, isn't race? I mean, it's more important than just race. I mean, you just any black man. It's like all of a sudden I have to explain myself. I don't have to do that if I said uh I want to see somebody from my state in the White House or if mm-hmm. I want to see somebody uh of my gender in the White House or shit. Even if you say you want to see a gay person in the White House, you don't have to say that. But if you say nope. black, you have to prove that theorem. Yeah. So I, I just think, you know, um, but like I said, I don't have as much problems with uh Ta-Nehisi's coats or whatever because – of the same reason I don't have as much problem with President Obama, which is the high irony of all this shit to me. How many people support every word Tanahisi Coast says? Cause he's a black man who was, uh, you know, in a position that has been dominated typically by white media, right? Like this mm-hmm. is just in the, in the, in your actual, um, uh, offices, you know, uh, at a, at a 90 something, and I mean high 90, 90 something percent clip, media rooms have typically been operated by white people. So now we're starting to get some diversity and people are thirsty for that diversity. So they support this dude. Not that he's not competent, but I'm sure there's been many other brothers that were competent and never got that shot because why? Uh, we ain't hiring no brothers right now. Yeah. You know, so oh. yeah, so he gets that shot and people are supportive of him and his opinion and protective and defensive of him, uh, because of his race and because of the, his opinion and his experience, shared life experience with the rest of us. And it's like people kind of forget the, um, perspective of that because, um, yesterday, you know, I asked somebody on Twitter, uh, cause they were like, oh, like people coming after Obama again. I was like, really? Who? You know, like I didn't see this yet. You know, it was, I was just waking up. And, uh, she was like, it was, um, Tanaisi Coates or she didn't even say him. I think she just said like, uh, you know, the black boy media darlings, uh, something like that. You know, just like, um, you know, just basically they're coming for the president and, uh, now, you know, black liberal progressive people are like, uh, you know, what the fuck basically. Um, and, uh, she's a person that's typically protective of the president. So I was like, yep. All right. Makes sense. Thanks for letting me know. Like I had to check it out, you know? Um, so then some other motherfucker comes in that we weren't talking to, by the way. And he's like, uh, or she, I think it was a he though. Um, y'all, you know, uh, yeah, you know, politics is bigger than, uh, Michelle Obama's do and shit like that. It's like, what did her do have to do with anything about y'all talking about the president? First of all, what did our conversation have to do with them? That's true. I didn't ask your opinion. I asked hers. So that should be the end of this already. If I wanted your opinion, I would say, hey, what do you think about it? I didn't ask that, right? But, um, you know, you, you invite your opinion in, un, uh, un, like, unsolicited. Uh, yep. You're condescending to my friend that I'm already talking to. And to which I'm basically like, what the fuck? You know, like, and this, they were like, well, um, I'm defending Ta-Nehisi Coates, um, who, by the way, she never said his name, but okay. I'm defending Ta-Nehisi Coates. And I said, that's funny and ironic 
because she's defending the president of the United States against the critiques that Tiny Coates had about him. Mm-hmm. So you don't see the irony in this, like the shared irony in you being hyper defensive about her being hyper defensive about a rare black person in a position of authority and power where that, where there's rarely where shit, where there's never really been another person, at least in the, in the, in the offices of the president, there's never been one. There's been other black journalists who read, wrote about race, but Tiny Easy Coates is kind of the guy of the moment. And there's no, to me, there's nothing bad about supporting him, uh, based on the fact that he's competent and black. Same thing with the president. Um, and it was very like ironic that the person like lost that perspective in in a moment. You know what I mean? Like that, like in this, I think it is that um, it's almost like people want to have this intellectual elitism yes. amongst other black people where it's like, I figured this out. I'm so advanced. I can diss the president. That's how good I am. And it's like, I right. Some of us know the president is a perfect. It's not a news flash to us. We all know it. No one's perfect. We don't give a fuck. Ain't that the truth? We just don't. Okay. Some people don't have a problem with tough love speeches. True. You get the same fucking speech every Sunday when you go in church. You get the same fucking get your shit together speech. Okay. We also understand the optics of a black president going into black venues and being like, it's the government fault, it's systematic oppression, it's white power structure, it's this, oh, which I'm a part of because of this fucking office. I have to be. Mm-hmm. We also get that that does that won't work. You know, maybe with his outro speech at eight years, he can do that shit. He can't do that right now. He can't even take a step towards race without someone accusing him of dividing the fucking country. Even to say Trayvon Martin, if I had a son, would probably look like Trayvon Martin. People went, what? You acknowledging your blackness at a time like this? Like, that's how crazy it is. Like, it's like, to me, it's, it's a wasted piece of writing. Because I don't understand anyone who completely just didn't get this. There's just certain black people that I think are just, we don't like being criticized. And any, it doesn't matter if it's the fucking president, it doesn't matter if it's the guy up the street. Whenever you start talking about, not to forget, community organizer, forgot about that part. Mm-hmm. This is not a man who didn't put in the time. True. This isn't a man who, uh, I don't give a fuck about, uh, the people I'm talking about. I'm not gonna put in the sweat equity. You know, this is people joked about that yeah, community organizing. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> right. This isn't Don Lemon from sitting on high going, I got off the train one day and saw some black people. What is going on with that? Like, this isn't that shit. There's a person that put in the time and he's, and he's been, I guarantee you, I guarantee fucking to you. He's been given a version of this speech since he was talking to kids in fucking Chicago. I guarantee oh, yes. to you. I guarantee it. Cause I've heard that speech. It's part of the reason that I, you know, that, I, that we're able to achieve what we're able to achieve. Cause we heard the fucking speech. Either from my dad, my mom, people that they bring in and talk to you in school. Other old folks. Yeah. Like I know that some black people are sick of the speech and I get it. And now uh, it sucks. Like, oh, the president is giving us a speech. I get that. That's fucked up too. But at the same time, this shit isn't like necessarily new to us Mm-mm. and it's not necessarily wrong in my opinion. No. 
you know it's it's kind of fucked up but black people in the state right now where it's either be exceptional or be marginalized or be in prison or die we don't get a lot of options guys no we don't you know what i mean we don't have a lot of options in this country we make up eight percent of the incarceration in the world eight percent you know what i mean black men in america make up eight percent like is these are not these are systematic systematic things that even with him overturning uh changing some of the laws even with the president um coming out pro marijuana certain states following even that shit is still a process that will take longer than you studying harder (laughs) being dedicated to your family going to school it's actually easier for you on a micro level to do it than for them to change it on a macro level you know as what that says is sad but it's it's such a fact that i don't know that you can change it and i don't think writing this piece is necessarily helpful so anyway uh all right let's um let's go ahead and get into some other shit Oh, and before you go on, I remember, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I remember you was telling me about this story mm-hmm. and me and Professor LCH on the same page because when that person hit her up, she blocked him. Mm-hmm. And I, I was, was listening to you talk and I was like, that's me. Because the thing about a lot of people tweet Twitter like a battleground. People don't really want really to have conversations. And that person jumped into your conversation, like you said, on a 10, which means even if you had a valid point, even if you was wanted to have a conversation, you would turn somebody like me off. For the simple fact that you you jumped in screaming at me, right? Yeah, you that, like that. That's part of the internet. I don't have time for that. That's part of the internet that's so ridiculous. You jump in the conversation you're not invited in, and you jump in on ten. Second of all, I never said Professor LCH's name. Karen said that. Um, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. It's too late. It's live. <laughs> it's all staying in. But um, yeah, people jump right into the fucking conversation, and they jump in on ten. And it's weird to me because. Um, one of the most heated conversations I've ever seen, um, uh, on Twitter is actually about the movie, the newest movie, uh, for Godzilla. And it was between Brandon from Where's My 40 Acres, Chris from Insanity Check, uh, I want to say, yeah, Sterling, um, and me. And it was crazy. People went in. People they took made that all kinds seriously. of jokes. My whole timeline was full. I think I took a nap at one point, woke up like 80 mentions. They were still at it. Niggas just arguing about Godzilla and everybody was on 10. And you know what? Everybody's friends. It doesn't matter. It's still cool. Mm-hmm. Nobody was having to uh, condescendingly insult each other or whatever. And, and it's because the shit isn't that important. And I guess um, for me, one of the reasons that keeps me grounded in all this shit and keeps me uh, a little more um, level-headed compared to a lot of this shit is your opinion, and this and this is gonna sound fucked up, but it's true. Um, the reason I don't get too worked up over most people's opinions is because they don't matter. That's true. Even somebody as brilliant as Tanahisi Coates, it doesn't really matter what he thinks. Like he can't change the landscape of politics because he wrote a nice piece on Obama, and the kind of person who's gonna be informed. It, by reading that piece is probably not black because black people know all that shit. Mm-hmm. Some of us just refrain from dis, dis, from from admonishing the president because we see the bigger picture and just go, yeah, he has to do that. It's unfortunate, but we get it. And I support him regardless. Yeah, I still support him. Even if I, I agree with, say, 90% of what he says, 
I support, I still realize that that's way more than the 70% of shit I agree with for Clinton or the 20% I agree with for Bush. Some of us have just made a choice to be like, yeah, I'm not going to be hypercritical of this president, you know? And, and I, and you know, to his, to his, to his defense, it's part of his job. You know, he got to find something to write about every week. He's going to be, if he's been critical of other presidents, he would come off like a hypocrite and people, I'm sure, but because no one ever discusses this, I'm sure the other side of this is Tiny Easy Coast probably gets fucking, uh, death threats and crazy comments and ac- accusations of being a hypocrite and all this shit too. You know what I mean? So the other side of this is he gets hit with shit, but I would question him and be like, what do you think the president gets hit with? Oh, the, you, you the get, most death threats ever. Yeah, you. Yeah, and, and you know, you like, get hit with a small fraction of what he gets hit with. It's so serious, but they literally had to like increase uh secret security and and all this shit. And it's one of those things where uh Secret Service don't don't write don't write anybody, Don. Go ahead, Karen. Secret Service. Oh, sorry. Secret security. Secret Service. And, you know, it was one period of time where they was running out of guns, running out of bullets when he first got in office and shit like that. But it's just one of those things that when you bring that shit up, people want to just want to dismiss that like that don't matter to black people. Right. That's it's just funny, man. Like, it's, I think a lot of people for the like for the most part, um, I think when they write pieces like this, it just feels like I'm saying this because other black people uh don't know it or are or are scared to say it. It's like no, we know it, but we had a decency not to say it to a certain extent. Cause we understand the entire picture of what the landscape that he's in being the first black president, um, and that uh some of this shit um here's what's gonna be even more fucked up. Some of this shit don't matter what he thinks. Mm-hmm. Even if the president like it really would only hurt the office and the discussion, and his image, and how much he's able to get done if he came out here talking about some black people need help, and this is what y'all need to do. He has to drop some My Brother's Keeper initiative shit, and then keep it moving, and get right back to, all right, niggas, shape up. He got to. Oh, yeah, you don't have an option. You can't be touring the country talking about black people this, black people that, and white and white supremacy, and, and all the shit that you get to write in your column. You don't get to be president of the United States talking about that shit. No, you don't. You don't. He barely got to fucking say my grandmama and Reverend Wright races. And I, and I love both of them. He barely got to say that. What was like coming for his head? Mm-hmm. You know? So, and, and this is a speech that people praise and then went, uh, you know, uh, this is brilliant. And then the other half of the country went, fuck this nigga, get him out of here. Of course. You don't get to see that. So the same way, <laughs> this is what's so ironic, right? So I was reading the piece today. And I get to the bottom of the piece and I click to see the comments. It says comments for this article have been closed. Oh shit. Right, right. Now I didn't see, there's no comments. So it must have been closed from the jump, right? Okay. The president of the United States, unlike Ta-Nehisi Coates, does not get to close his comment section. No, he does not. And I think that is the point that nothing illustrates my point more than that. You can close the comment section on your website. You know what I mean? Like where you're at in your house. The the president doesn't have a comment section. No, he could He can't control the feedback. He can't control and you know why? Because you knew you were gonna get negative shit 
for what you said. The president, when he gives these speeches, he knows he's going to get negative shit for what he said, but he can't close the comments. Yeah, he's going to still get the angry emails, still get the angry letters, still the questions. get the death threats. Yeah. Yeah, the questions, the death threats, the media, the everything he does is going to be scrutinized. Of course. This is a man who had to show his fucking birth certificate. Like, I think he gets it, guys. I think he... I really do think he understands uh that um it can be a little bit racially biased in this country. I think he gets it, guys. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but maybe he'll read your piece and go, "Oh, I didn't understand that before." I don't think so. You drop, you drop, <laughs> you drop some knowledge on me. I, I've been presiding over this country and uh, <sighs> shit. Thank, thank, you, thank you for telling me. Did you guys know that that I probably shouldn't ever say anything critical of black people? I didn't realize that. Um, anyway. Uh, did you know there's going to be some Hollywood people that that used to be A-list movie celebrities, uh, I use the term A-list loosely, that are coming to TV this year, Karen? Okay. Okay, there's uh, True Detective and House of Cards had unmitigated success this year. So people are like, hey, uh, maybe I should get in on some of this TV money. If you're smart, but like, if you're smart and you're good. But I got a feeling some of these people ain't going to be good. Well, here are the 17 people that are coming to TV, guys. Okay. Which means the movie people aren't calling. That's exactly what that means. Holly Berry. Holly Berry. Holly Berry. Um, She's going to be on a show called Extent. Uh, After spending a year in space where she lived and conducted strange experiments, astronaut Molly Watts tries to resume a normal life with her family on CBS premiering July 2nd. No. Yeah, those summer release uh, dates are never good anyway. No, the only one that had a summer release date that you love is the the um, alien one that comes right after um, Fallen Skies. Yeah, that's and that, that actually had a really bad first season and then picked it up second season. Yeah, that's the only one that comes out in the summertime that people actually watch. But other mm-hmm. than that, most um, series don't have summer releases. Katie Holmes is back, fresh off of uh, getting away from Tom Cruise. And uh, I wonder if she, I don't even know who has custody of the baby, Siri. But um, she's going to be in the show to be announced. It's called Dangerous Liaisons. Uh, wait, it's a Dangerous Liaison-esque high society drama. No. There's to be announced. It's going to be on ABC. They don't know when it's going to premiere. But no. Katie, Katie Holmes, guys. I'll be going to see that one either. Uh, Mike Ruffalo, Julia Roberts, and Taylor Kitsch. People who all need a hit. All yeah. need a hit. Uh, the Normal Heart is going to be the name of the show. It comes on HBO May 25th. A gay activist attempts to raise HIV AIDS awareness during the early 1980s. Now for this for the simple fact that it is HBO, it may be successful. Can't guarantee it. But HBO kind of do it right when it comes to this type of thing. Um, so I'm still not going to watch it. But kudos to y'all that do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I think this I think this one's a hit. One, Taylor Kitsch needs a hit, man. He's just, it's been a struggle for my brand. He's been building his way up ever since he tanked that 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 year with three box office bombs. <coughs> I think it was uh I know one of them was uh the Mars joint. The <laughs> that that was so bad. The uh, Mars joint. Yeah, that that uh so and so of Mars, I forget the forget his name. 
Um, the other one was uh, Battleship, uh, which was horrendous. Terrible. Uh, one of the worst movies ever. And I think the other one was like, it's probably like S, like the Scavengers or some shit. I don't Whatever the other one was, like just three tanks in a row. All of them looked good on paper. Uh, all of them turned complete bullshit. Oh, is that that dude? Somebody said John Carter. Yeah, John Carter of Mars. And uh, I, like I said, I forget the other one. I want to say the Scavengers, but it might be Wasn't something like else. They one of the biggest flops at the time. Cause yeah, they and, invested so much money. Yeah, and I believe that one. That one was directed by like somebody good. Like it was like not Scorsese, but uh, it was like somebody good that on paper I could see why Taylor Kitsch signed up for it. And now look at him, like. So, I, but I think he's been steadily hitting, you know, hitting his stride, getting back in the game. And this is going to be a huge step in the right direction. I said uh, Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone, yes. Oliver Stone directed that joint. And um, I feel like uh, this is going to be a huge step in the right direction. Uh, and uh, this will be get him back on the radar, man. Like, so True. hopefully this gets kitched all back to the movies. I think it will. Viola Davis is getting her own show. Uh, I think this is what happens when Hollywood can't find a vehicle for her. Like, all these seem like we can't find vehicles for you to start in, but we'll come up with something else. True. Like, Julia Roberts um, had to basically produce that own movie last year that um, I didn't go. I don't know if anybody went and saw what it. What, that Live Life Love? No, 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 no. This oh, is, Wrong um, Woman? I'm sorry. No, this is that movie with... Um, what the fuck was the name of that movie? I don't, I didn't go see it. I don't know and any. I, and I probably called, said that wrong. Yeah, you probably did, but I don't, cause I don't know the name <laughs> of it. Somebody else can, somebody else can report that shit. Um, but yeah, I don't remember the name of that movie cause nobody I know went to go see that shit. It was like, like I saw the preview and was like, yeah, no. Oh, August Osage County. Yeah. It was a whole lot of acting <laughs> going on in the trailer, you know. You kids, I raised you from a baby. Why? It's like okay, all right, calm the down. Jerkers. Yeah, it was like trying way too hard, but um, yeah. So she needs a vehicle because like shit ain't really working out for her, man. Ever since Sandy came and started knocking the buildings down, so yeah, Sandy been on it. And Mark Ruffalo's just not a leading man. So this is, uh, I think this will be good for all three of them. Viola Davis, like I said. Can't find, they can't find anything for her to lead. You know what I'm saying? Like she, uh, I'm, I'm, she can't be a slave or a maid or, you know, uh, the help every time. Ain't that the truth? She's way too competent of an actress. Um, she was, and she's good in other things, but she's never cast as a love interest. Ah. You know, she's not the classical, uh, attractiveness of Hollywood that they like to flock to. So she has to take these other parts where it's like a really stern director of the CIA or, you know, assistant to Harrison Ford in Ender's Game, uh, who is emotional. And then like she always knocks her role out the park, which in a way hurts the movie she's in. Cause you're like, God damn, she's so competent with this acting. And then you look around, you're like, these other people uh, terrible. are not as good. Mm-hmm. Like, why ain't she in my movie more? That's all. I, every movie I see with Viola Davis, I just go, why she ain't in the movie more? <laughs> like, every movie. It's like, That's I could have used true. 20 minutes of Viola Davis and fuck this little Ender kid. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she's going to be in a show called How to Get Away with Murder. 
from the people behind scandal they bring a sexy suspenseful driven legal theater thriller about a group of ambitious law students and their brilliant mysterious criminal defense professor so she gonna be playing professor she probably gonna be getting some sex scenes in there that's what i'm talking about violin uh about to come up um think she gonna get with them young boys uh yeah sure and uh we got some scandal up in there she might be a smile with don karen that's a good point Mm -hmm. um the thing is that i want to see though is um are the people that watch scandal gonna be tweeting this because the show is called how to get away with murder and that's way too long of a hashtag yeah that is they gotta shorten that up yeah they gonna have to do something like HGAM or something. HGAM. I don't know. We got to come up with something, though, man. How murder. Hashtag murder. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Um, Josh Hartnett and Eva Green. I can't believe they call these people A-listers. Okay. <laughs> Josh Hartnett and Eva Green are a show called Penny Dreadful. It's coming to Showtime May 11th. A psychological thriller set in Victorian London. What? What? <coughs> Can you do an accent? Um... I sound like that's bad from the beginning. I've seen him in a bunch of shit. I don't think I've ever seen him try to pull an accent off. Mm-mm. Uh, where some of literature's scariest creatures, Doc, Dracula, Dr. Frankenstein, etc., walk among us. Mm-mm. So I'm sure we get some Jack I mean, the Ripper. It's on Showtime, and Showtime is hit or miss with their shows, but yeah. no, I won't be going to see that. London Horror is so bad. Yes. You know, I already know it's going to be Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hive, Dr. Frankenstein, Dracula, Jack the Ripper so fucking boring jesus christ man y'all ain't come up with no new monsters since we uh since america got escaped apparently not billy bob thornton's gonna be in a show called fargo the pitch a serialized version of the coen brothers movie in which a drifter named lauren malvo thornton arrives in a small town in minnesota and influences the population with his malice and violence including putting upon insurance salesman martin freeman so, uh, if you like the movie Fargo, which I still haven't seen, me either. I own it somewhere in here. I just ain't watched it. Mm-mm. I need to sit down and watch that shit because I heard it's great. Um, then you can see this, 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 this premieres April 15th. I, nah, I think that has a chance of being good. I probably won't see it, but it has a chance of being good. Jamie Lee Curtis, too old to get a starring role as True. an actress. Um, one of those people that I uh, believe didn't get surgery aged gracefully and naturally. Yes, she did. Um, so uh, a face don't look like a, a, I don't know, something that bounces a ball. Right. So in uh, the world of Hollywood, this means she can't get any parts. Not like a trampoline. She looked too much like a, a human, a, a real person. You know, can't have that. Need to get that tight alien cat face, or else nobody wants to fucking ah! hire you. The pitch: a family with quadruplets who took part in a reality TV show, now seek out professional lives, including working with their physician mom at a hospital. Uh, it comes on CBS, so the ratings will be high, because old people will fall asleep with this channel on, but uh, the premiere is to be announced. It's not <laughs> premiere yet. Yeah, CBS, most watched show ever. Jamie Bell, I've never even fucking heard of. I was about to ask you, who is this person? These, these they they pitched this list as the A listers, Karen. This is not me. I didn't come up with. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, check out the A list celebrities. I I don't know Jamie Bell from a hole in the wall. Apparently, he's it's, gonna be in Fantastic Four. 
Um, um, so there's no black males on this list you've covered so far? Not yet. Any, um, any you know, this, you I, might not, can't even get the TV jobs. Maybe Tony East Coast need to write something on the president and need to talk about this. Yeah. And obviously this is, this is, is, is not diverse because po, po Asians and, and other if, ethnic groups, they're like, mm, either black or white. Well, we're only eight in. They said it's 17. So okay. Okay. Let's, more. let's see how the list goes. The show is called Turn Set During the Revolution. Oh, yeah. I have seen the previews for this. It's on AMC, and I have no fucking interest in seeing this shit. Mm-mm. Set During the Revolutionary War, the show follows a group of childhood friends who become spies fighting for American independence. No, thank on you. On AMC, April 6th. Um, yeah, it was weird because uh, it's a, one of those period pieces where uh, black people were slaves. So it's like, uh, I might go, I might go tap out of this. No, because it's gonna good. feel weird watching y'all do these long ass speeches about freedom and tyranny and niggas in the background picking cotton and shit. So sorry. No, no, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> that whole era of American history, I'm just like, yeah, no one heard of irony. Nobody. Mm-mm. Nah, that don't exist. <laughs> like that Chappelle joke where he's like, we hold these freedoms and every man is equal. And nigga, give me a sandwich. <laughs> like mm-hmm. <laughs> Ryan Philippe. Or is it Felipe? Ryan Felipe and Juliette Lewis. Juliette Lewis cannot get a hit, man. What is her deal? Mm-hmm. Like it's just not, it's just not clicking for her, man. Like she been trying forever. Uh, yeah, she was in Natural Born Killers. That was nineteen ninety five from Dust to Dawn, nineteen ninety six. Wow, she's been missing some hits too. Oh, she was in August of Sage County, so. I guess she was trying to get it working, but uh, yeah, man, I'm just looking through her IMDb, man. She just cannot. And she's been in a lot of shit too. Yeah, she's attractive. She's a good actress. I don't know why she can't get on, but she can't get on anyway. So the name of this is Secret and Lies. Felipe plays the father of a murdered boy, and Lewis plays a detective convinced that he's the killer. ABC premiere to be announced. Mm, well, doesn't that seem like a short show? They're very short. Obviously, he's not the killer, or else the shit would be like three episodes. <laughs> Who came up with that premise? I have no idea. They got to have more than this. Anyway, Terrence Howard, Karen. Okay. He's coming to TV, which if you've been following the trajectory of his career, since he took didn't take that Iron Man 2 job. Oh, it's been down. He, like, it literally, and I think he did a wonderful job. I missed mm-hmm. him in the second one. Like it, Better than Don Cheeto, in my opinion. Yes. And it was like, after that, it was just hard. Mm-hmm. A family drama centered around the owner of a hip-hop regular label. Uh, the name of the show is Empire Comes on Fox. No. I know. That's going to be terrible. Oh, that's what you know what? I'm gonna end up hate watching this. I can tell. Not hate watching. Yeah, I can tell. I'm just gonna tune in every week to be like, this nigga Terrence Howard is the worst. But you said you want some black people, Karen. There you go. <laughs> that's what you get. I know. Justin Long, who uh has not had a hit in a minute, man. Oh. Trying to think the last thing I saw him in oh, um it's been a very, very long time. It wasn't even bad, man. It was something that I liked. It was like but it, but it was, it was like he's just not that into you or some shit. Like you know, it's, yeah, he's uh, wow, he's been in Walking with Dinosaurs 3D. Ouch, oh, ouch. Oh, it um, probably was his voice. Yeah, I must have been Veronica Mars, Mom, a TV series, A Case for You, I Steve, 
where he played Steve Jobs. Oh man, so oh, he got yeah. the bootleg Steve Jobs movie where Ashton <laughs> Kutcher got the real joint. <laughs> yeah, he got um, the generic version. Jesus, man, best man down. That sounds like uh, uh, somebody say he was in Die Hard. Die Hard, yeah, that was, but that's been a few years ago, man. Like that was my movie though. I like that. Nobody else seemed to, but I love that Die Hard movie. Anyway. He's gonna be in a movie called, he's gonna be in a show called Sober Companion. A self-destructive attorney is issued a court opponent's sober companion to make sure he stays clean. CBS to be announced. Mm-mm. Let me guess, it's a hot chick and they don't have sexual chemistry at first, but you slowly they will. They have, yeah. And then they teased that for two years. Oh, these shows sound terrible. Tay Diggs, care he back. Murder in the first. A single murder case is dissected from the commitment of the crime through the investigation, arrest, and trial TNT. So it's going to no. be, they're just going to just follow. But isn't that just like Law and Order SVU or mm. Law and Order period? Like yeah. what? what's different about Tate? But it's going to be black. Mm. Tate did is going to be doing it. Yeah. Some of these shows might not even come. I don't think some of these shows are going to get made, especially the TBA and then some of them will get put on the air and after about you know one or two three episodes they're gonna they yank them yeah i don't think they're gonna allow a lot of these shows to grow and develop well some of the shit is on like tnt amc those they'll, those places are allowed to get a whole season out yeah at least even if they don't renew it but abc cbs yes. like some of those might get canceled Ooh. cal penn who's kumar of harold and kumar will star in a show called battle creek Cal Penn will star as one of two detectives in Vince Gilligan's new drama about cops with different views on the world who team up to clean the streets of Battle Creek. It's coming on CBS to be announced. So I guess no. it's going to be like True Detective. Oh, we be fighting in the street, Battle Creek. Uh, yeah. No, thank you. True Detective uh, CBS. Greta Gerwig, How I Met, you, met Your Dad. Oh, spinoff of How I Met Your Mother. So it's weird because everybody's like, How I Met Your Mother is coming to an end. Uh, if y'all just going to do How I Met Your Dad, who gives a fuck? Ain't that the truth? Octavia Spencer. Now, this I am excited about. Okay. They, another black beauty that is not classical. True. Unable to really get roles other than shit where it's like, uh, can you clean up this this mess? Yeah. So she should go on the TV. This is a good place for her. Be able to get the credit she deserves. Show's going to be called the Red Band Society. The Oscar winner will play a nurse at a hospital where a group of teenagers who meet as patients in the children's wing of hospitals will become unlikely allies on Fox. Oh, wait. No, I'm out. I'm not watching this. Nope. Um, I was hoping this was going to be my other show because I heard she's supposed to be starring in Murder, She Wrote. Oh, they redoing that? Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be good. She do that shit, nigga. I'm in. I, I'm no, in. I ain't about the hospital. Mm-hmm. We're going to be live. I'm going to be live tweeting the fuck out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I used. I grew up watching Murder, She Wrote, man. Um, My grandmama. So I watched the shit out of that. Ian McKellen. Too old to be a leading man anymore. Yes. And uh, getting written out of the X-Men franchise. He's going to be in a show called Vicious, a tour through the lives of an aging gay couple who learned to entertain, who loved to entertain guests between trading insults with one another. It'll be on PBS July 6th. 
Oh Lord, not PBS. No. That one's gonna be sassy, but I don't even know what channel PBS is on my TV. Me so. either. I don't watch anything on PBS. And the last one, which has a little bit of potential, but I probably won't watch it. Bad teacher, Ari Graynor. Who, didn't they make a movie? They did make a movie, yes. Okay. But they made a movie of some other stuff earlier in this too. Uh that uh, Fargo was a movie. Now, I don't know Ari Graynor and why this counts as A-list. I have to see what she's been in. The Guilt Trip, American Dad, The Sitter, Family Guy, 10 Years. She's not A-list. Okay, whatever. Anyway, uh, she's doing, um, she's doing, uh, a, a, a show called Bad Teacher. She takes on the role that Cameron Diaz made famous for the movie version in Bad Teacher. So. Did she really make it famous? Did she? <laughs> right. Did, was that was that a famous movie or did a ton of people see that? Mm-mm. It might have broke even, made a little bit of money, but did it really, was it really a blockbuster, guys? A man assaulted his wife and locked her in the shed for singing Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead when his mother died. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. A man assaulted his wife and locked her in the garden shed after she wouldn't stop singing Ding dong, the witch is dead following the death of his mother, a court heard. Oh, his mama must have been something else then. Mm-hmm. Andrew Salmon from Truro, Cornwall, admitted assaulting Beverly Salmon at their home on Friday. In February, I'm sorry. The incident began when Mrs. Salmon returned home to find her belongings packed in bags. The house locked with the curtains drawn. She said he told her, it is my house now. You are not getting in. He then locked her in the garden shed. After Miss Salmon escaped from the shed through a window and entered the house, Salmon punched her, attempted to drag her out by her legs, and pinned her down on the bed. Question later, Salmon explained his actions by saying that his wife never liked his mother and was very unsympathetic when she died. He told magistrates she kept saying, ding dong, the witch is dead. I was provoked, but I am sorry for what I have done to my wife and regret everything I did. I was pushed towards it, although I should not have done it. But yeah, both of y'all insane. Yeah, she was like the Fred Phelps of personal tragedy. Yeah, both of y'all crazy. She was like, fuck that. I hate your mother and it ain't, ain't shit changed. Yep. Except the number on the dot after the range and I'm going to talk about her. Yep. I never liked that bitch. You knew it. Mm-hmm. Like your mama was bitch, and I always hated her, and I'm partying, and that's what she did. Yeah, and I also believe in partying. Um, when people die, that I don't like. I know a lot of people go, "Oh, you gotta be above it." I'm not above it. If you don't <laughs> like, it, if you don't like it, don't 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 deal with me. It's fine. Uh, speaking of which, Fred Phelps actually is dead. And he's the leader of the Westboro Baptist Church, the people that put the God hates fag signs out when soldiers die and shit like that, you know, boycott people's funerals. Mm, the ridiculous shit, yes. Yeah, we just covered a couple states that passed laws Lows. now where it's like no boycotting funerals from more less than like 300 yards away and shit like that because people were just so ridiculous with it. Well, um, people were boycotting the Westboro Baptist Church when they went to go to the their funeral and uh they held up a sign that said sorry for your loss which where they're just trying to be i guess above it 
you know what i mean yeah. like look but, at us guys we're so reasonable we're above it which is a good way to troll excellent because because it's like that because it's so false like yeah they're not sorry for their loss oh, you know they're not and they're only trolling this in a passive aggressive way which is why i'm okay with it if they truly were sorry for their loss of fred phelps i'll be like fuck these people because it's bullshit they're lying they're lying okay guys yeah, but i okay. like the passive aggressive sarcasm uh of sorry for your loss when really it's like fuck you fuck that dude glad he's gone yeah y'all been harassing people for nonsense for decades come on yeah but uh yeah man um, and uh i think i want to say i think the granddaughter one of his grandchildren mm-hmm. was um wrote like a letter about his loss and she was saying that um a lot of the family was exiled like they left and they was exiled and the family that uh was still like with them wouldn't allow them to come and see him wouldn't allow the grandkids to say their goodbyes or any of that stuff and she was saying how is you know it's it's just really really fucked up she said because at the end of the day regardless of what he's done like you know his family members that may not be associated that still love him and things like that but they just so fucking insane that they you know that cult mentality where they was like you're not associated we won't even let you see him before he dies Ooh. Makes sense though. I mean, he was a very hateful man, and uh, yeah, it was one of those things. But they was like, "We don't want y'all in here," you know. I guess disturbing everything around because you're not a part of this. Yeah, you gotta be in the cult. Ask a boss. Send your questions for Rick Ross's advice column. What? The Miami rap star will answer readers' questions in the upcoming issue of Rolling Stone. Uh, you can email askaboss at rollingstone.com to get Rick Ross's advice on how you should do live your life. How to say it, how to, how to make songs about me not selling drugs. You can ask any dilemma about any dilemmas you're facing, such as life, love, work, or school. Please put ask a boss in the subject line of your email and include your name, city, and state. We'll ask Ross the best questions and publish his answers in the upcoming issue of the magazine. Mm. I feel like he could have a lot of good advice. I mean, this is a dude that basically left his old life behind and became a success by lying. That's true, too. So just know that that's all your advice going to be a bunch of lies. The officer who shared the photo of Rihanna getting beat up um, after, uh, or Rihanna's face after she got beat up by Chris Brown. Mm Mm-hmm. Finally got fired in 2014. She should have been lost a damn job. You don't do that. Uh, yeah, that's right. Karen's right. It was a woman. She, because somebody on Twitter was like, he should have lost his job. What took him so long? I was like, yeah, as a woman. It was like, oh, well, that was sexist to me. A police officer who distributed an evidence photo depicting Rihanna's injuries after she was attacked by Chris Brown was properly fired for her actions. A judge ruled Thursday. Former Los Angeles police officer Rebecca Reyes took a picture of an evidence photo and the image ended up on a celebrity website, TMC. Although she denies she, she, denies she sent it to the site. Now she says she just showed it to her girlfriend. Her girlfriend happened, uh, who also is a police officer, by the way. So it's like... Did they both get fired or just her? Uh, let me keep reading. Reyes snapped the photo to show the other, acquaint- officer, other officers and acquaintances. 
which she shouldn't have done obviously yes the image was one of several taken by police officers investigating brown's february 2009 attack on rihanna whose real name is robin fenty uh superior court judge lewis a lavin issued a ruling agreeing with the decisions of a disciplinary panel and police chief charlie beck to fire rez in 2012 after reviewing the record, Lavin also concluded that the evidence supports that Reyes participated in the release of the photography showing Miss Fenty's injuries to TMZ. <clears throat> so the judge is like, you definitely participated in this. Yes, you did, because if you hadn't snapped it and gave him out, <coughs> it would have never hit the news. A judge said he agreed that Reyes should no longer be a police officer. At minimum, the public is entitled to professional from un- to protection from unprofessional employees whose conduct places people at risk of injury and the government at risk of incurring liability. Reyes's attorney, Iris Salzman, accepted the ruling without argument during a brief hearing Thursday. He said after the hearing, he was disappointed by the ruling and reiterated that his client did not leak the image to TMZ. He disagreed with Lavin's descriptions of his client as unprofessional, saying she made a singular mistake. Rebecca Reyes is an outstanding person and was an outstanding officer, he said. Reyes had, had been an officer for 10 years before she was fired. In the hours after Rihanna's, uh, the Rihanna attack, Reyes was assigned to a team planning to arrest Brown, but was pulled off the assignment. She saw an evidence photo of Rihanna's injuries at a precinct and snapped a photo to share with others, including a former girlfriend who record show called TMZ. And you don't think that's not fucking professional. The ex-girlfriend, who was also a police officer, told investigators she called the celebrity news site only to verify details of the attack that Reyes shared with her. These motherfuckers trying to get paid. Yes, and they did. Salzman said Reyes' ex-girlfriend, Blanca Lopez, uh, remains on the force and that the person who leaked the photo had never been found and never will be. Sounds like they know. Of course they know. Somebody know. TMZ paid them. Somebody knows. Reyes and Lopez were in the midst of a breakup when the photo was leaked, and both were investigated for their actions. Search warrants found no evidence of payments to either woman by TMZ or conclusive proof who gave the site the image, so they must have got paid in cash with it. Of course. Brown is currently in a Los Angeles jail held without bail after he was arrested March 14th for remaining to remain in rehab. For failing to remain in rehab is ordered by a judge. The rehab stay was part of a sentence for the Rihanna attack and his guilty plea on a felony assault charge. Well, yep, they finally got her. Only took 10 years. Wow. Speaking of advice columns, my ex didn't reveal she was transgender until her sister told me. Mm. What, 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 what is today? What the fuck, day? Uh, I guess. You got Rick Ross writing fake columns. Mm-hmm. It is weird. I guess he left, but the dude that was on my Facebook page, very, very upset about this. Uh, he was in our chat for a while. I guess he, he must not have, he must not have felt like waiting through all the race shit, but okay. Um, so dear Prudence, dear Prudy, several years ago, I dated a woman named Rhonda for three months. I broke up with her after her sister Amy revealed to me that Rhonda was born Ron and showed me ample evidence. When I confronted Rhonda after being after her about her being a transsexual woman, she broke down and confessed that she was going to tell me, but after only after we had been intimate. Luckily, we hadn't been yet. It wasn't her transsexuality that ended the relationship, but her deception. I'm not a transphobic. I thought y'all had already broke up. What? Hold up. 
I dated a woman for three months. I broke up with her. Oh, after her sister told me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So her sister's a hating ass bitch. But only after we, we had been in yeah. it. Luckily, we hadn't yet. It wasn't her transsexuality that ended the relationship or her deception. I'm not a transphobic person. You sound like you are. Rhonda took the breakup badly and stopped mm-hmm. speaking to Amy. Not, not really. I mean, and, and to an extent, I understand his perspective because he's like, hey, this is something that you should tell me and inform me about. Now, her sister was wrong for saying something, you know, because they're in a relationship and that's something that, that, that to me is important. And to me, you didn't give that person an option. You know, yeah, I just think the luckily we hadn't been yet is kind of sounds transphobic. Okay, now that part, yes, 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 yes. That's yes. why I think you sound okay. like I'm not saying like I'm not saying this person wakes up every morning with signs to kill people or whatever. But the whole luckily we hadn't been because God knows I would have had to kill myself and her. But uh I mean him, you know, that's probably how he would think. But but uh, I understand, you know, lies and deception are always you know fucked up. It's why people probably shouldn't lie from the straight up, but. I don't know when you tell somebody something like this. That's true, too. And maybe after three months, you hadn't earned the right to know, in her opinion. Like, that's the thing that's funny to me is people always go, well, you need to tell me. You don't get to tell someone when they can tell you the secrets. You might not have earned that. that she might not be looking you at you as a long-term love interest or even somebody that is that serious to her. That's true, too. And at the same time, especially when it comes to intimacy, like, like, if we're going to be intimate, I, I don't know. Maybe that's, I think I should know some information about like that before mm-hmm. we come intimate. Because she was like, well, I was going to tell you after we fucked. What? Yeah. Well, keep in mind, this is during a conversation where he's probably, real, you know, ranting and raving. True. Like, I, I doubt this conversation happened. Calm, but whatever. Okay. That's cool. I agree. Rhonda took the breakup badly and stopped speaking to Amy. And on top of, yeah, I wouldn't speak to that bitch either. Mm-hmm. It's not her fucking business. It's not her fucking business. Yeah. It's not her place to tell him. Yeah. And it's like what and the thing is, when you confront somebody with something like this, what are they supposed to say? That's true. You know, and maybe it is fucked up that okay, I'm gonna wait till after we sleep together to figure this out, but they're trying to figure shit out as best as they can, same with you. You know? Nah, hopefully they won't go pull like a crying game on you or some shit, but whatever, you know. Uh who knows what would have happened, you'll never know. You know, the other thing that's possible is she could have gained some sort of understanding and realized, like, oh, actually, I'm going to have to tell you before we have sex. You know? And I think that's my, like I said, maybe my personal, I think that's more respect. It's better to tell somebody prior. I'm not trying to say you have to tell somebody immediately when you meet them. But eventually, that is a conversation, in my opinion, that needs to come up yeah. prior to you getting intimate, prior to you being intimate. Because once you're intimate with somebody and then you tell them, everybody's not going to handle that well because you strip them of the right of making a choice. Yeah. Now, personally, I think I would be okay. Cause like after you had sex, what the fuck are you going to do? You can't change the past. No, you can't, you know, but it doesn't mean that person doesn't have the right to be angry and upset. I wouldn't because even be, been lied to. I wouldn't even be mad. I really don't get why people would be mad. Maybe I'm just crazy, but I wouldn't be mad. It just is not. But if once we've, as human beings decide to consensually have sex with each other, then we've had, and we've had sex. And then you go, this thing, uh, happened. It's not like, uh, you're married or you're, um, you have HIV or you like to me, I, like I said, I know I'm in the, in the minority here. Yes. Yes. You are because yeah, I know, yeah. but I, I just, to me, I would be like, yeah, it's oh, okay. I don't care. 
and and my thing is that everybody doesn't handle it like that and obviously not and, and it's just one most of, people don't no it's just it's, it's just one of those things that give that person the right and the choice and it's one of those things where especially um prior to being intimate that person is thinking one thing and you're not this and, and but don't they have the choice when they decide to sleep with you or not Yes, they do. They have the choice, mm. but they need to make a choice on a completely informed decision. Mm. That's the problem I have. It's, it, it, your sexuality has nothing to do with it. This person should have the, 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 a completely informed and highly educated decision to, de- to determine if this is something that they want to venture into. If they do, great. If they don't, they have the option to leave. I think when you, when you do not tell somebody your sexual orientation, be it male, female, transsexual, prior to you becoming intimate, Mm. which means we're butt naked we in here together you need to be truthful like to me everybody doesn't handle that well and it's one of those things where to me with something as intimate as sex you need to be truthful about that well how far does that extend like what if they want to know how many people you slept with like would that extend to that to you and and to me some people talk about that and some people don't what have you been sexually assaulted should they get to know that before y'all have sex first time some people like and that and it's one of those things where some people discuss those things up front and some people don't okay and 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 and, and 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 maybe from my perspective for me who you slept with in the past like to me i don't care anything about that part like to me that part don't bother me who you slept with not as long as you ain't got no stds or diseases or anything like that or any unknown children and i don't know anything about or anything like that i don't have a problem with that my problem is that when we are intimate together give me the option and give me the right and give me the choice to determine if i want to sleep with you if you've previously been a man or previously have been a woman and i i i i, I don't think that's insulting i don't think that and, and most mature adults would tell you yeah i'm because, not i'm not for the record i'm not arguing i'm asking for you to clarify your point for people listening. Like, I'm not, like, I don't disagree necessarily. I just said personally, I wouldn't care. Personally. Cause it's like, once you slept with somebody, you can't unring that bell. No, you can't. And, you know, and, like, per- it's fucked up. Like, because I'm more like, I would be more like, well, um, what the fuck am I gonna do about it now? I know I'm not gay. So what, what the fuck can I say? You know what I mean? Like, I think the a lot of the um, paranoia that people have about it comes from a deep seated type of. Um, it's, it's like a some. It's almost like a questioning of themselves. Like, yeah. Well, what does this make me now? That's true. And to me, it doesn't make you anything. But a lot, like I say, like I know, I know, Karen, yeah. I know. You don't even have to tell me that a lot of people don't agree. I'm telling you, I know a lot of people don't agree. True. I'm saying if this dude would have slept with uh, Rhonda, who used to be Ron, uh, and found out later, um, let's say he found out seven years later, nobody fucking told him, and then he found out, it like in his mind, he's like, well, that's fucked up. Does that make me gay? I slept with a man. I'm disgusted now. It's like, well, if you didn't know, you didn't fucking know. That that's true. But once they find out, every everybody. Does. Karen, I used to be a woman. Now what? <laughs> Live on the air. <laughs> and that's not true, right? Well, I'm just saying. Um, uh, I don't. But nah, I, like I said, I get the uh, the like outrage or whatever to a certain extent about being lied to. But I also think part of this is uh 
some sort of latent like is some type of phobia this idea that oh my god you lied to me and i slept with a man you know what i'm like that is like part of it part of it is that and there's no fucking way to separate those two there was a dude on my facebook page that was arguing about this shit for for since last night karen okay oh okay and 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 part of why he cares is because it's a fucking man it's like i slept with a man used to be a man i'm am i gay now what does this make me you know what i mean that is part of it and there's no way to separate that the idea of like oh you lied to me it's not about the lie because if somebody tells you i'm not gonna tell you i was sexually assaulted i'm not gonna tell you um i slept with a dude that you used to know or some shit or uh what like there's part of it is just like certain there's certain lies quote unquote of a mission that y'all wouldn't care about put it that way Uh, i'm not saying they're all the same but it ain't just the principle of you lied to me it's bigger than that you know what i mean there's people that uh do a lot of shit they go well shit at least i got that pussy high five it's the fact that it's a little bit of uh uh, i ain't gay and i slept with a man what does that say about me now and i couldn't tell i didn't know like that would fuck dudes up yeah you know that's what's that's what's fucking them up you know not to mention now of course the burden of you know living life where you like go out and you're now um part of this community no matter what you say like if you're dating a transgender person you're part of a community now you're part of a a community of people that are um you know this is actively now a fight it's like if you start dating interracially you're gonna be part of a fight part of a discussion that you didn't have to be before but now you don't have a choice because you're living it people are actively judging you and stuff right true but if you were dating somebody for three months and you didn't know you were kind of already part of it you just didn't know yeah yeah and 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 i and i think for me and, and maybe because i think sex is such an intimate thing that something like that i i personally would want to know like i, I will tell you this we want to know after we fuck it's over to me we did all the hard parts <laughs> like honestly like uh I'm, I'm i'm very ones and zeros if you could trick me into fucking <laughs> you, you won you win i had no fucking idea congratulations honestly i i don't know what to do after that you know <laughs> like, what the fuck do i do like that was the goal you you got me i don't know like i it's is it, you didn't take it you know what I mean? It was consensual. I, you got me. You, that was a really, you were really, really fucking good. If you can fool me enough into being like, I just slept with a woman. You turn around, you're like, actually, my name's Ron. I'd be like, God damn, you good. <laughs> like, how did you do that? And, 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 I, and I guess from, from my, uh, perspective, I do understand, uh, what you're saying, but my, my biggest thing, I'm, I'm, like I said, maybe there might be something wrong with me. I'm like, look, be truthful with no, me. I Give me think, an option. Give me a choice. Give I don't me a right. Think, I think your uh, people are going to agree with you. People, if we make a poll, everybody will be on your side. I know I'm in the vast minority. Honestly, if you get me to fuck you, you won. I don't know what to tell you guys. I would just be like, well, uh, this is the thing I'm dealing with now. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, I'm gay. I wouldn't even think and, that. And, and, and I, like, I wouldn't even be like, Oh, I, I want to hurt you because you lie. Like, because a lot of this is very like almost threatening. Like, oh, I will. Oh my, you trick. Oh, I will fuck you up. Where I'm like, 
uh, you got me i believed you i went out with you for three months i was holding your hand probably kissing you all in your mouth like you got me i don't don't know what to tell you buddy and 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 like i said it's one of those things where no it's not like i'm attacked a person or 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 anything like but you would be mad because yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, probably because I feel like I was lied to, and I and, and knowing me, I probably would have did it anyway. Right. But shit, give me the option. But by comparison, though, like I guess, like it to not that it's fair, but like if somebody if I slept with a woman and then she turned around, I was like, actually, I'm married. Like I would be more mad at that than mad at this. Like, because I'd be like, oh, well then. We really can't be together. Yeah, why yeah, the fuck you would you do that? to somebody else. Yes. Yeah, like why would you, like you're lying to your husband and all this shit and some, some nigga might want to kill me for no reason while I'm walking to the bus. Like, I don't know. But like this shit, I'll just be more like, well, that was fucked up and you know, you shouldn't have done that, but what the fuck else am I going to do? That, that's, you know, yeah. like I, I could be mad at you and not talk to you, but that, like if I liked you, they, like I would be more, I guess I'm more patient. I don't know. I'd be more like, this is fucked up. You know, you shouldn't have did that. Right. Like, I guess that's how I would look at it. Not, you know, thank God. Luckily <laughs> I had to confront your ass. Yeah. Like, and, and like I say, because no, me and my personality, I would be more like, why didn't you tell me type mm-hmm. of thing? Like, this is something that, you know, especially if it's something that I couldn't tell the difference. I, I do it. Do I agree with you with that? It's one of those things like, okay, I couldn't tell the difference. There's nothing physically wrong with you. Okay, but like I said, it's one of those things where that that choice thing is really, really big on me. Give me a right. Don't lie to me. Don't be untruthful with me when it comes to something as intimate as being sexual. Yeah, I guess if, like, if I look down there and your, like, vagina was surgically a mess, I'd be like, no. You know what I mean? Like, if it was just like, that doesn't look like a vagina, that's when I would be like, what are you doing? But if you literally could trick me into being like that, it, I just had some pussy. I rolled over and just said, I had sex with a woman. And you go, actually, I used to be a dude. I'd be like, God damn. Well, high five. <laughs> you got me. How the fuck did you pull that off? Like, I don't even know. It's like when that dog ate that wheel of cheese out of the refrigerator. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I don't know whether to be mad or impressed. Like, how did you fucking pull that off? <laughs> I don't know, but I, maybe I just have a unique perspective. I'm pretty sure I do, actually. Yeah, you, you, you do. And it's just one, it's just one of those things where, like I say, if you trick me, and to an extent we agree, if you trick me, okay, you trick me. I mean, you should tell me, and I think. Yes. You know what it is? It's like that thing where something happens to me sometimes, and I take it light because I don't care. But in my mind, I'm checkmarked like I should be mad about this, but I don't get mad. It happens all the time. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, um, I don't know, some, like somebody will do something and I'm like, you know, I should be offended by this because they did this and this is, and it's fucked up. But I don't really expect a lot out of people. So I'll just be like, I should be mad. And I check my feelings. I'm not. Huh, well, what am I going to do? I'm not mad. Uh, like, I'm not going to fake being mad. You know? So I guess if I wasn't, I don't know. I guess I wouldn't be mad if I, I don't know. Maybe I, it would have to happen to me for me to realize what everybody's talking about. And maybe I can't conceptualize it happening to me. So maybe that's why. But I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't be like this kind of angry. And I would, I like, and if I found out through like your sister or something, 
who's obviously a hating ass bitch mm-hmm. um i wouldn't confront you on some like nigga what the fuck like, no I, I know i wouldn't like i would you just like that i would just be like why did you do it this way like what yeah. why didn't you think you could trust me with this um because people lie all the time about shit and people i think that you're intimate with or planning on being intimate with you should want to be able to have a bond mm-hmm. like that but let's be honest most people don't Mm-mm. a lot of people out here fucking and wouldn't tell you where they live let alone yeah their name you, yeah. all you know is their twitter hashtag yeah so um but i would like to think that you could trust me with this and think it would or would not be an issue and you know let me consider all the factors for myself and all that shit i would like to think that but i just think people lie so much about so much shit that to me this is just another one of those meet my representative type lies no unless of course and like i said i might not be considering this unless of course people go well once i do this i'm gonna start questioning my own sexuality and i think that happens for a lot of people yeah i think that's what really i honestly do think that's what the majority of the backlash is is a lot of people would be like oh my god why couldn't i I tell or or, or what's What's wrong wrong with me me? do i really want this do i want a man now am i only gonna be able to sleep with transsexuals people that people that have changed genders like that i think those questions are things that in our straight privilege we never have to think about because the world is kind of like um shake it's kind of pushed towards our point of view yeah and and people's sexuality begin to be challenged right and nobody wants to think about that shit yeah and you know and 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 to an extent it's one of those things where uh for a lot of people if you tell them up front and 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 like i said i guess my my biggest hang-up is even deeper than than the other things it's like give me the options like the options is the part that's heavy with me Mm. tell me so i can go okay or i can go no like when you strip me of that choice that's where my issue comes in Mm. you strip me of making a highly educated personal decision yeah, you I, took that away from me and yeah, that's I guess, where i have the issue yeah and my my only thing to that is what other things fall in that category because i feel like it's very selective what we decide needs to be highly educated choice or what doesn't if somebody has kids that's uh, something i mean i would like to know i yeah, want to yeah, know yeah. if you have kids if uh somebody is married I, I definitely need to know that if somebody was uh uh has a tape on the internet of them having sex hmm. yeah somebody had a train run on them in, in, in college now some of that stuff if somebody was like i said sexually assaulted yeah. um if somebody used to fool around a little bit in college uh experiment with their sexuality but they're not gay they just used to do that it just makes i just makes me wonder like where the line is because i feel like for most people if you're straight then i don't give a fuck like it's uh what you 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 married and you got some kids well i got that pussy high five not gonna be walking around questioning my sexuality tomorrow true not not nearly as mad as i would be if you said i used to be a dude because part of that is some sort of phobia man it is yeah and and i agree and and i i think it's a phobia for and and the the thing about it and maybe from my perspective being a woman i think it's more not that women wouldn't question it too but men would have a lot harder time accepting it than a woman would and i might be wrong by making that statement 
but it's like i don't know you sounded pretty unaccepting of it the same way dudes did would and i and my my biggest thing for me is the lies like that's my issue be truthful Mm -hmm. give me the option give me the choice because my that's the problem i have if when you strip me of my right and my choice of making an educated decision that's what i have the issue don't care nothing about you being transgender sexual and none of that stuff i can i i can look past all that but when you don't tell me this and then we're intimate yeah i, I will have an attitude with you especially when i know i'm being truthful and upfront with you I expect, and and maybe because I have unrealistic expectations on ain't shit people. Yeah, but is he being truthful up front if he's going to have a conversation behind her back with her sister? Uh, did the sister come to him or did he ask the sister? I don't know. He just said it was revealed to him. He probably was asking. Oh no! Because then some people are trapping the system. I have told him, and it's one of the things. It, 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 even if the sister told me, we would have had a conversation. I wouldn't have been nasty. I'd be like, "Well, why didn't?" I'm like, "You, why didn't you think you could talk to me? Why, you know, why didn't you think we we could have this conversation?" And even still, I can't say that I wouldn't still look past that. It's just one of those things where I just I just want you to be truthful. Yeah, I understand. Like I said, I get it, and um, I don't know. I just, I guess it's just kind of a complex issue because you're mixing not just being truthful, but with this idea of like almost coming out, which is kind of a very personal thing, but so is sex, you know? So it's like, yes, it is. You know, I get, I get it, but then I think there's a tinge of extra anger in there that is clearly from, uh, the phobia of, uh, sleeping with someone of the same gender or used to be the same gender and also, the question now i have to question myself and i feel like that's part of it too and 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 to an extent i i I would agree and i think Mm -hmm. uh because for most people uh they're when you ask most people about their sexuality and it's challenged in any way shape form or fashion the average person get defensive and it's just one of those things where where when you talk about things like this most people i'm not gay I, you know, I don't like dudes or I don't like women or whatever, whatever it may be. Or I don't sleep with transgender or whatever it may be. When in reality, I think once somebody, like you say, once somebody has quote unquote been tricked into something, they feel like, well, what's wrong with me? And, 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 and I'm more open with my sexuality than I thought I was. Or it began to shadow their, their boundaries on how far that they thought that they would would be sexual or how free that they thought they would be sexually and like you say they end up getting into something that they initially didn't think that they were a part of like you say once you're intimate with somebody or once you become a part of this group you're like okay i can see it from their perspective and honestly a lot of people wouldn't be so bashful and so hateful towards people if they had a better understanding yeah i think you mean bashing bashing but uh yeah they wouldn't bash people if it wasn't for that um so he says, I'm not a transphobic person. Rhonda took the breakup badly and stopped speaking to Amy. And on top of that, her, their parents took Rhonda's side and accused Amy of trying to ruin Rhonda's life out of jealousy. Later, Amy and I began dating and eventually married. So sound like Amy stole Rhonda's man. That's what it sounds like. Her parents refused to attend the wedding out of a show of solidarity with Rhonda, despite Amy's attempt to reconcile with all of them. Now we're expecting our first child and Amy's parents have expressed tentative interest in being a part of their grandchild's life i however want these people to have nothing to do with my child or my wife they are a toxic influence and their enabling of Rhonda's deceptive behavior is appalling to me my wife disagrees how can i help her cut ties with these hard people from trying to protect my family yeah so that sounds that that sounds like that's some bullshit the sister did to get him Mm -hmm. 
so I'm sure that changes nobody's opinion on shit, but this dude sounds like a piece of shit to me. Oh, yes. Cause for all these unwritten rules, I also wouldn't date the woman who told me about this. Mm-mm. Especially if that was her sister. Yep, because that says something about her. Yeah, speaking of an unspoken rule, I'd be like, nope. Dear trying. So much for sisterly solidarity. Yes, this is a tell of bad judgment, but if Rhonda erred by omission, Amy Sins was one of commission. She collected a dossier on Rhonda and presented to you meddling in her adult sister's private life. You are stuck on the fact that you feel misled by Rhonda, so let's examine that. There are no hard and fast rules about what one is obligated to tell a potential sexual partner beyond the necessity of alerting them to one's communicable disease status. You were slowly getting to know Rhonda. I think two people looking for a serious, intimate relationship are obligated to divulge facts about themselves in a timely way that a reasonable person would feel uh, deceived not knowing. For example, revealing that one had been married previously or has children or can't biologically have children or has a significant medical condition. I think being transgender falls into the obligation, obligation to disclose category. I know that what what i know what i know that what to tell and when is an issue of debate in the lgbt community so for perspective i spoke to jennifer finley boylan author of stuck in the middle with you a memoir of transition from being a father to a mother she agrees that where intimate relationships are concerned honesty is generally uh general is in general is best but when to reveal that one is transgender is a choice made by that individual a generation ago, she says, transgender people were told by doctors to erase their past and live a stealth life, which can cause a lot of anguish and make people trade it one secret for another. Today, she says, some trans people who have had reassignment surgery assert they simply had a birth defect or was corrected, and therefore their past is nobody's business. Wow. Yeah, it, I mean, it's very personal. And like I said, I, to a certain level, even past sex. Like, it's not your fucking business, ironically. Nah, I agree with that, yeah. So if she don't want to tell you, she don't want to tell you. She could have said, I'm never going to fucking tell you. It was not his fucking business. You know, like, it's like if you like the person you love, like, you just going to have to learn to believe this lie, nigga, because, <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly, because it's, it's, it's really something intimate and personal that the person want to tell you. And I think even beyond sex, it is more personal than sex. People have meaningless sex all the fucking time. Yes, they do. Telling somebody that you used to be another gender happens way less than probably people you fuck. Now, I'm not saying it's, I can understand the ethics of being like, I wish you had told me because it's like, I wish you trusted me that much. That's true, too. But at the same time, I get why somebody would go, I trust you to fuck. I don't trust you to be a part of my life in that way. A lot of people do that shit all the time with all kinds of stuff. That's true. You know, I trust you to fuck. I don't trust you to raise my kids, so I'm not going to fucking uh, let you around my kids. You don't even need to know I have kids. Come I, over your house, fuck, good night. Yeah. Who knows, like, who knows where this, how serious their relationship was anyway. But, I mean, you know, it's just, this person individually gets to decide that. She may have never even, she may have never even planned on sleeping with him. That's a possibility too. You know what I mean? Like to say, well, I was going to tell you after we were fucking. Well, when we were going to fuck? I don't know, but it wasn't happening these 90 days. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it wasn't going to happen in 90 days. Uh, According so, to Steve Harvey. <laughs> right. <laughs> you were going to find out when the fuck I was going to, whenever. I was going to let you fuck me everything and tell your ass two years later. Who cares? 
Boylan does point out, however, that in the age of the internet, trying to keep that fact of gender change hidden can become a terrible and hopeless burden. Yeah. Yeah, because people will find out information. Like, yeah. family members used to know. Like Somebody going to tell. Yes. And, and your hating ass sister, somebody. Your, your, a friend that don't like you. Like, yeah. like, and, and, and your that's Facebook uh, five-year update. Something. Oh, oh, let me go check out your Facebook video. Uh, I joined as Ron. What? Yes, and and so that's the thing. It's like eventually the person's gonna find out. Mm-hmm. I guess. I and mean, I'd like rather I, hear from you than hear from outside source. I, I agree. I don't think. But here's the thing, y'all keep you keep saying they're gonna find out like y'all planning on getting married. <laughs> Some people just want to date and fuck. That's true. This dude might not have been in her list of people she was gonna marry. What is fucked up is her sister's betrayal. Yes. That to me is more fucked up. Like how he can excuse that, but think that this is okay is weird to me. And I agree with you on that one. Yes, I agree. That is a very, what a weird situation. Anyway, but above all, Boylan noted the violation committed when Amy decided to out Rhonda, a revelation that was not hers to make. I hope you can understand how Amy's act cleaved her family and shattered her relationship with her sister. Now that you and Amy are about to have your in-laws first grandchild, you're asking for my help to undermine any chance this family might have find some way, might find some way forward. It's you, however, who has to examine whether the presence of Rhonda makes you so uncomfortable that you would prefer to demonize your in-laws and sever them from your child's life. It is you who has become the toxic influence. And as Boylan points out, now that you and Amy are about to become parents, think about how you would react if your own child turned out to be transgender, which might help you better understand all your in-laws. Prudy. Yep. Nah, so, I agree with that statement. Yeah. I, Prudy knocked it out the park again, man. I mean, what can yeah, we say? Yeah, this is some good advice on advice. Mm-hmm. Normally, uh-huh. it's terrible. See Mr. Jaquetta in now. Please do. But yeah, it was a dude on my Facebook page that literally has been arguing about this shit for 11 hours. Oh my, oh, he took that personally, didn't I, he? I, I, I had to get to the point because he was going back and forth. People, I just said, dude, what, like, it's almost like it happened to you. You give a fuck so much. <laughs> you just do, yes. Yeah. And he said, no, nah, I got a few transgenders at my job. They have no problem letting you know about it. And so I just didn't say shit. And then other people came in and started talking to him and stuff. Um, like, you know, Amy's a piece of shit, basically for, I think everyone agrees Amy's a piece of shit. Yes, yes. So dude ended up with a, to me, a worse piece of shit than if he had been with the transgender person. Cause the other person is willfully and horribly, uh, meddlesome. Mm-hmm. Has no loyalty to their family. Nope. I don't give a shit about and, them. And stole, and stole this person's man. Like what a desperate fucking move that was. Uh, you know, I think if if you guys are considering a relationship, maybe that's something you want to tell somebody because they will have to deal with that in the context of your past and the actual relationship. Yes. Like no human being is going to think you came from nowhere. You know, you, this isn't Mad Men. At some point they're going to be like, can I meet your family? Uh, you do have do, a history, don't you? Do you have friends who'd you go to high school with? They're going to ask questions. Mm-hmm. But when you come, but when it comes to little, when it comes to shit like fucking, um, or just dating, I can see why somebody just wouldn't want to disclose that. You know, I think everyone's thinking about this in the context of a relationship that was going to go on for a long time. And that, and, and that, that's and, true. And, 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 and this person, Rhonda, might not have been thinking about that shit. She might have been like, 
I might fuck you one day if I feel like it. You, it's ninety days and you ain't earned that. You know. So That's anyway, true. hey, people, a lot of people out there probably have fucked people and just didn't know, and they just were just fooled. Yeah, but it was like, but like I said, it starts. These people always start with this like outrage. Like he started the problem I had with this. She claimed she was gonna tell after they were intimate, and I said. That's the claim from a secondhand party, uh, you know, Amy started this shit. I mean, technically, he, he, he shouldn't even really know. And if they didn't become intimate, it's not really his business. And Patrice chimed in and said, Amy is a hating ass bitch, end of. And, uh, obviously I like that. Uh, he said, maybe I'm a bit old school. I like to know things like that up front, especially from a girl I've been seeing for three months. Plus, he claims that the chick was his ex. So I'll make the assumption that she was his girlfriend. At least let me know before we start a relationship. And then nobody said anything. He put Amy was out of line. Oh, he can't, he was, oh, nobody's gonna argue me. I'm gonna come back. Yeah. And I said, damn, John, it's almost like it happened to you. He said, I got a few transgender at my job. Ty Diamond came in and said some shit about, you know, basically Amy's piece of shit and old girl should have at least told him so they can decide what they do, what to do. Uh, John says, honestly, I don't think that getting the operation automatically makes you a woman. It's like me bleaching my skin saying I'm white. But then again, maybe I'm just old school. It's like nobody is saying this. <laughs> Who's arguing with you? Nobody's arguing? arguing with itself. Yeah, nobody said this. Mm-hmm. Like you're not even talking about what was said in the thread. In the article, you, you, you're going on another tangent. Monique said, so Amy out of her sister so she could still then marry her man? That's fucked up. And the person that wrote that letter definitely seems transphobic no matter how politely he tries to dress it up. Agree. That This is so wrong and I feel so bad for Rhonda. Edited to add, being trans is a very nuanced thing and a person should not feel obligated to tell someone until they are ready. And John, the idea that having an operation doesn't make you a woman is very problematic as the core transgender issues right now. Mm-hmm. You would benefit from doing research. And John says, no shade on the transgender community. Monique, you don't feel that a boyfriend of three months shouldn't necessarily be informed of that situation, then okay. You are putting your life at risk pulling, pulling that. So now, that's the shit that's interesting. When people say stuff like, you're putting your life at risk. What, you gonna kill me? You gonna kill her? Oh. Is yeah. that what you, how are they putting your life at risk? Well, I'm gonna kill you when I find out that, but I'm not transphobic. Yeah, well, in that statement, yes, you are. I will literally fucking kill you when I find out. But uh, no, I'm not transphobic, and you should tell me. You should tell me up front because I'm such an understanding person. Yeah, that that that, that the that, person who would kill you. That went from from five to ten real quickly, didn't it? Yeah, you shouldn't be. This is not this is the underlying thing that I think a lot of dudes have, and they don't want to say it up front, but it's really this angry violent self-examination like you're causing me to look at my sexuality and question myself and now i want to hurt you because i'm a man rawr you shouldn't be in a relationship with someone that you aren't ready to tell well you know that doesn't start in day one right you build trust that's shit that i learned about karen that she didn't want to tell me on day one that i might have learned five years later True. That's how life works. Yeah. Nobody walks into a relationship and just tells you every fucking thing. Oh, that's impossible. Like, you have to build up a rapport. And three months ain't long. I don't know no. who think three months that long. That's not a long period of time. Yeah, especially if you think in, in the context of long living long your life term. with someone forever. Like, three months ain't shit. You know, I wouldn't tell most of you guys shit in three months. You can listen to the show for three months and don't know that much about us. You shouldn't be in a relationship with someone that you already tell. I wonder how a transgender who waited... 
too that long would feel if he was dating another transgender who was doing the same thing you're right i'm ignorant monique said for the record i'm not trans but trans people especially women are highly at risk of violence so no they should not feel obligated to disclose until they feel they can trust someone with that information without fear of violence and or sabotage and as you can see with your with her sister that is kind of a thing that people do to trans people how did her sister know that outing her would not bring violence you just do you just don't do that to someone and so i came in finally and said jesus john let it go he said lol okay that's about 50 posts. Yeah. I'm like, good grief, man. But yeah, there's, I, I don't know. I'm convinced that it's not, I don't know. It's not as, as altruistic as people say. It's like, I just want to know so I can make an informed decision. Like some people say that, but this, a lot of people say that. And what they really mean is I will fuck you up. I will hurt you. Okay. See, I, I, I don't mean it from that perspective. I, I, I know you don't, but I just, I mean this, and I'm glad your perspective is here because, uh, you know, I didn't want to have the only perspective on this shit, but yeah, to me, it's not as big a deal. Um, it would be, but, um, like I said, if, if I had a list of shit, it would be probably below having kids, below being married, below, um, a bunch of shit. It would be like right above, like, you know, it would be like, don't, like, tell me you have a STD bef- before this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> on my list of shit. Like, you because said. Because that's I, more important, yes. I have syphilis would be, I would be very fucking upset if you gave me syphilis. Like, that would, like, yeah, I, yeah, like now, I would. That out trumps the other situation. Yeah, like, that, of all the things that would make me, like, livid, getting an STD you knew you had would piss me the fuck off. Like, mm. that would do mm. it. But if you just told me, like, yeah, man, I was able to, uh, you know, I was able to sneak this shit by you, I'd be like, you got me. God damn. You're one of the best. Um, <laughs> you must be good because I'm straight as shit. I don't know how you did this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, and you know, and and also what people don't understand is after we were intimate doesn't mean what it doesn't necessarily mean, like, Oh, I just came. I'm a man. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it could mean like a year. It could mean 10 years. True. She might just like, she was like, I'll tell you when I feel like I can trust you with this shit. Um, and obviously she must have got some kind of vibe that she couldn't tell this nigga. So she didn't fuck him in three months. That's a long time to not fuck. Not a long time to be in a relationship. Very long time not to get no pussy ass, whatever the fuck it is. Um, also, um, it is also, um, not necessarily a sign that somebody trusts you you know if i couldn't get her in bed in three months man i'm starting looking like i don't think she liked me yeah i don't know <laughs> like i don't know but yeah fucking her sister that's more of a violation of trust than anything else all right man let's play our games dog i'm sure that'll be the poll and people will be mad um <laughs> yes it will. Yeah, i don't give a fuck if y'all get mad at me i'm married anyway i'm not fucking anybody but i'm just saying Karen told me tomorrow, like I used to be a dude, I'd be like, you got me. Yeah, if Rod told me tomorrow he used to be a woman, I had to call Chill up. Hey, Chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Huh? Oh, oh, then, then we could, we, me, 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 you, Chill, Ochidolo, we can all just get together. We all be women oh, so, then. So then, uh, there's no, <laughs> so apparently you think lesbian relationships do not operate on monogamy. They do. I'm just fucking with you. I'm just calm, saying. Calm down, buddy. I'm calm still down. monogamous. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. 
that's a violation of trust that shit would make me mad that's another thing that made me mad <laughs> i i'm fucking somebody else would get me way more upset than i used to be a dude at this point i'll be like okay you used to be a dude that's crazy also i'm fucking some other people what <laughs> the fuck like because there ain't no rules this important yeah this shit way more important it's rules to this shit <laughs> i'm just fucking with you i know i know um next uh next let's play our games karen We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play some fucking with black people. Number one game going across all the podcast land where we read articles from all over the globe and we assign points to them from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 for fucking with black people. Today's contestant, some ignorant ass white woman. Here we go. Uh, a British mom, Rachel Dilly. 48-year-old mother of three, recently appeared on a British morning show to talk about contracting HIV as a middle-aged woman. Now, how is this fucking with black people, anybody? Yes, how is it? Um, hmm, that's interesting. Um, she was a guest on ITV's This Morning and recounted her tale of contacting uh, the virus nearly a decade ago from a summer fling. The mom who has turned was about to turn 40 when she was infected told the show's host that although she had unprotected sex with her partner she never thought she could contract hiv because she didn't know anything about hiv and thought you got it in africa what the fuck daily added i didn't know a white person had ever got it so started with sickle cell um how ignorant is she she don't know a lot of people died from it she didn't she didn't see the um the little boy that died like years ago that was like one of the first cases that caught it because do a uh, blood transfusion that was a little white boy she didn't know dilly's ordeal began when after weeks of not feeling well she decided to see her doctor who found that she had malaria-like symptoms dilly's doctor suggested she take an hiv test just to rule it out but two weeks later she was shocked to find out she was positive my first words were am i going to die i thought it was a death sentence she would call the interview i knew nothing about hiv or aids and everything i read on the internet terrified me when i told my children they were devastated my daughter was so affected she didn't speak and my youngest son said are you going to die i couldn't have felt more ashamed because i had no one to blame but myself while it was unfortunate dilly was affected with hiv i find it difficult to believe she never heard of a single white person particularly since there have been tons of famous ones who contracted the virus. Moreover, her ignorance around HIV only further highlights the need for comprehensive sex health education at, at every age. Yes! But, uh, yeah, so I would give this lady... Uh, I think I gotta give her a 100 because it's HIV. Um, and uh, that's some real ignorant shit to think. Yeah, she get 100. And she I must don't not know have how... the internet. She must not have been watching TV for the past 20 something She's never years. seen the movie Philadelphia? Nope. So, yeah, I give her a hundred because it's a lot of ignorance. Like her, her hundred is more ignorance than racism. Now that's true. You know, like I give her a hundred because it's like you so ignorant. You earned a hundred. You so ignorant. All right. Now it's time for some guest the race. That's right. It's guest the race time. So now that it's time for some guest the race. 
That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, guys. It's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our audience, as racist as they are, to guess the race. All right, let's go, guys. You racist sons of bitches. Um, all right, let's talk about this one. Uh, a key, a kid named Katan Anderson, 14 years old, was charged with second degree murder and ordered to stand trial as an adult, uh, for shooting, uh, for a shooting that tragically killed Angel Rojas, 39. Uh, Rojas leaves behind two children, a wife and a grieving family. The teen's mother said the son was a good kid. Even as she said she would pray for the Rojas family. The 14 year old gangbanger is accused of gunning down an innocent Brooklyn father of two on a crowded city bus. He was armed with a powerful 357 Magnum pistol. Pretty big gun for a small man. The disgusted police commissioner Bill Bratton said Friday after Katana Anderson was charged with second degree murder and ordered to stand trial as an adult, 14 years old. The lanky Anderson, who was aiming at a rival gang member when police said he fatally shot 39-year-old Angel Rojas in the head, said, said nothing as he was led out handcuffed in the 79th Precinct Station House. Motherfuckers don't never take shooting classes. Nope. Like, I just got this gun. Let me hold it sideways. Shoot it in crowded areas. Yep. That's why they use certain guns, because most people that, that are gangbangers are terrible shots. This is why I never want to be the person with the most promise at, a, at any venue. Because you're going to get killed. It's always how it goes. You go to play ball at the park. It's like seven star, seven time honor roll <laughs> student. Yes. He was on the verge of curing cancer. Was shot today. <laughs> In a freak accident. Had, had a 4.0 GPA. He was going to do great things with 7.5 GPA. Unheard of. Un- <laughs> impossible to get for anyone yeah. but this student. He just accepted his scholarship. Yes. He used to cure babies of AIDS in his spare time and uh, was at the basketball park when two niggas started arguing over a piece of gum and decided to let the, the hammer ring. Yes, he was shot by a stray bullet because we know that stray bullet always finds the smartest one in the group. Yeah, the bullet bounced off of an ignorant ass person that was going to die soon ah! that had hepatitis, AIDS, HIV, and cancer. Plus sick of cell. And was selling drugs to the community. Nope, that bullet was like, not you. The bullet da- bounced off of him without even touching him, hurting him, and shot right grazed into him. the honor <laughs> student. Like, fuck that. The stupidity of those gangs that basically over nothing are trying to kill each other, Brad and Fume. Unfortunately, in the process, they kill innocents as they did with this hardworking young man trying to raise his family. He's trying to raise his daughter. Anderson was arraigned Friday in Brooklyn Criminal Court and ordered held without bail. He never cast his eyes toward his mother and at least four other family members who sat in the court. Prosecutor Lindsey Gerdes said Anderson made statements to police shortly after being arrested, admitted his participation in his crime. Because why wait? This is not Anderson's first brush with the law. He has a prior arrest of 2011 on his rap sheet. The details of that bus were not available because it's a juvenile arrest. So his mother said Tiffany called her son a good kid. Even as she said she would pray for the Rojas family, a tragedy has happened, said the mom who declined to give her name. Both families are suffering a loss. Guess the race of uh, Katan Anderson. 14 charges in the dope. <clears throat> Poot out on them streets trying to take over corner. Pave, pavement picking any. 
Litter Brothers. Oh, my. At-risk black youth that managed not to be stopped or frisked before entering the bus. One Niner uh, from the Shield Black. Tried as an adult gangbanger Lunar Locust. Uh, just like black people only catch AIDS, only black kids are called gangbangers. Oh, my. Shoot gun sideways black Lunar Chirp Chirp. Ha <laughs> ha! Black, a boy in the hood, black, black, black. First to die in an 80 sci fi black. Old dog black. The correct answer, answer is, is black. black. He was a black guy. <laughs> All right, let's uh, go to the bonus round, guys. We've been going for quite some time. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Double the points, double the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, guys. The bonus round of Guess the Race, where everything's worth double the points, double the race. Everybody got the first one right. Must have been too easy. So let's go to the double round, double bonus round right away. Here we go. All right. Let's go to another story. Um, here we go. Lincolnton police have arrested a man in connection with the alleged toe-sucking case. Karen, a toe-sucking case. Oh, my. Michael A. Brown, 31, of Concord, was taken into custody. Toe-sexual. Mm-hmm. By the way, Concord, Karen. Oh, North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Right by Charlotte. Yeah, never said that's up the street. Concord was taken into custody Thursday night in charge of misdemeanor assault on a female. The arrest came third. Is this really assault, though? I mean, I feel like. (laughs) Toe sucking is a value added service and uh people need to respect that. You know, like I think uh you know, the, the fact that you got your toes sucked, you should probably have to tip extra, but whatever. Uh he was taken into custody Thursday night, charged of misdemeanor assault on a female. The arrest came several hours after police released a surveillance foot up photo of the su- of the suspect leaving the store. Investigators say a police officer in the Stanley County town of Locust recognized Brown from the surveillance photo. The story has generated national attention. Brown is listed as a registered sex offender in North Carolina. Oh. Lincoln and police say Friday. Does this count as sexual? I feel like he should, like, there should be, like, color levels to sex offense. Because, like, I feel like toe-sucking sex offense should go, like, near the bottom. Didn't deal bomb of the offenses. Yeah. But like we're gonna rank the offense. Let's let's lower that one. Like well he he shouldn't have to go but to like three or four houses in the neighborhood to explain his <laughs> sex crimes. Feel like rapists had to hit every house two, three times. <laughs> but like sex toe suckers should just show up and be like, Yeah, I sucked a couple toes, dog, so hey. That should be a level blue. Mm-hmm. Don't leave your toes around me, your toe gonna get sucked up. You know? <laughs> 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 don't leave your toe around me true sucker for real that's my nigga for real mm-hmm. uh brown is listed as a registered sex offender in north carolina uh he was charged with similar crimes in the past so yeah he's a toe sucking serial sucker <laughs> north carolina prison records show brown was convicted in february 2001 second degree sex offense served three years in prison he also convicted in 2013 on a misdemeanor charge assault on a female Lincoln and police said the alleged toe sucking incident happened at 11.15 a.m. Monday at a Walmart store on North General's Boulevard. Oh, shit. Daytime. 11.15 a.m., yep. That's the best time. Mm-hmm. Right for lunch break, girl. Investigator said a, a man entered the store, approached a woman, and she said he, he, he said he was a podiatry student. 
The two began a conversation, police said, and the man talked the woman into trying on several pairs of shoes. Well, right away, she shouldn't know something was up. Somebody at Walmart knew. Helpful, helping you? Come on now. They knew something. At one point, police said the man held the woman's foot, put it in her mouth, and sucked her toes. To which this ungrateful bitch called the police. (laughs) You know that's what he's saying. (laughs) Bitch, I sucked your toes. Is this how you repay me? Police told, she, the woman told police she thought the suspect was a Walmart employee. Uh, right. Come on, when the last time you went to Walmart, someone was like, ma'am, can I help you? Can, right. Would uh, you we, like the size six or the size eight? Come on. I, I, I work at Walmart and I actually have a degree in the section of the store I work in. Come on. Mm-mm. The woman also said that after the alleged toe sucking, she became upset and the suspect offered to pay for her groceries. Now, let me ask you something, ladies, out there in the listening audience. You go to try on some shoes at Walmart. Okay, y'all already at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> a man is very helpful, caressing your toes and feet all throughout these shoes. And he happens to put the toe in his mouth. And I know what you're saying. I don't know where that mouth has been. I don't know where your toes have been, okay? <laughs> feet have been more places than mouths. It's scientific uh, yes, fact. They have. Look it up. But as you get offended and you yank your toes out of this man's mouth bunions and all and he says well look I, I'm sorry don't call the police I will pay for your groceries how many of y'all would have at least hung up the phone to think about the groceries <laughs> I ain't even gonna I'll be like you know what baby baby before you get mad I know I only went to the store with $50 I got $500 for groceries but I got my toes sucked yeah I'll be like I want an Xbox One if I, as a dude, I'm like, I, I, you tricked me, just like the transgender person. Now I want an Xbox One. I want the Titanfall bundle. Yeah, you get me that, we can call it even. And we'll let this go. <laughs> you, this, you're going back to prison. Now what are you going to do? Write a check. I don't give a fuck. It'll be over the amount. Just get, just give me my motherfucking shit. But, uh, yeah, guess the race of Michael A. Brown, tomosexual. Um, you know, and I, I actually, uh, know what he looks like i took pictures on instagram and made it a, a meme oh lord because <laughs> there's a picture of him walking into the walmart where he has so much motherfucking confidence it is amazing i said that is a dude that's gonna suck the shit out of some toes oh he was ready he looked like i got my toe sucking shirt on and my khakis it's toe suck time uh one so let's see what they think about this tomosexual one who certainly knows his way around pickled pig's feet, also fried chicken, malt liquor, and watermelon. Oh, my. Feet don't fail me now, and she thought he was an employee. Excuse me, do you work here, black? <laughs> black man who should find like-minded people on Craigslist. Also, I can be bought. He would have paid for my grocery. If he, yeah, exactly, Sparger. Yep. So he wouldn't. Sparger, less upset about this than if he slept with someone that used to be a man. Uh, yes. Ironic. JTD says he put hot sauce on those toes because he thought they would taste like oxtails, Black. Oh, my. One who played QB for Polk High School, foot crust. He put hot sauce on them toes. He got to suck, suck, he got to suck in blacker than asphalt. Uh, if we can go to Trader Joe's, Professor LCH said, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, hey, if we can upgrade this thing to Whole Foods, 
Then uh, let's go organic. Don't get the left foot too. Let's 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 get on them. Let's get the hoofing. Yes. It. Get the hoofing. It. No, no pun. Uh, maybe he won't take you to Trader Toes though. <laughs> uh, wrote Big Toe as a remix to R. Kelly's Down Low Black. Oh my. Big Toe, Big Toe. <laughs> I'm sucking on her big toe, big toe. <laughs> a white woman would have won a medal, black man. Oh, my. Dip the toes in sweet baby rays te- at Texas people for licking them black. <laughs> One who frowns upon Velveeta, white Swiss cheese lover, cheese lover, white. One who gets the white mouth. Oh, what was the white mouth? Same color as his last name. Get that white mouth. Same. What was his last name? Brown. Okay, black. Toke says Professor S C H. Jungle Bunny, Hannibal Lecter, white white man who got that orbit to take care of the dirty mouth from them feet. And uh, all right, the the correct answer is guys, it was a black man. <laughs> a lot of you got it wrong. I will post his picture uh in the um in the chat. Um uh, like I said, I made um a meme out of this on my Instagram page. It's just a picture of him walking into the Walmart with all the confidence of a toe sucker in the world. And then I added words to it. It's also on my Facebook. Uh like I put um I found my man on blackpeoplefeet.com. So that was one. Uh, another one, I took a picture and said, uh, where the toes at? Aww. Uh, <laughs> some toes in this house. Um, <laughs> if you see him pulling them out, if you see him <coughs> pulling them out. I don't know why this picture isn't showing up, but I don't, can people see this picture in the chat, Karen, or no? I don't see anything. Okay, let me, let me see. Uh, give me a second to, uh, give me a second to see if I can. Put this picture well, in some there. people said they can see the pic. So some of y'all can see the picture? Yeah, I can't see it, but some people said they can see it. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah. So I said, I got toes. Yeah, uh, I also another picture I put From was... different area codes. Another one I put up was uh, uh, Pimps Up, Toes Down. <laughs> I got toes on it. Uh, no, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I got five on it. Yes. Toes. Okay. That doesn't rhyme with, it. okay. Uh, I put, had, I, it happened, it happened right after scandal, so I put hashtag sandal Thursdays. Oh, Lord. Another one. He tried to told y'all. T-O-E-D, told y'all. Oh. Uh, tomosexuals, give us a foot, we'll take a mouth. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do have something in your desires. In your size? I know you do. My mouth. Tonight was a total disaster. That was another one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had fun with this, man. Um, my personal favorite is still where the toes at, though. Um, but, uh, yeah, all right. So, we need to talk about sore ratchetness, guys. All right. Um, and, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, RodTBGWT. And you can follow me on Instagram at say that again, say that again. 
Uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, a man has been charged with attempted murder after a fight, attempting, uh, apparently to, uh, to involve a sword or a large knife outside of a hotel around 3 a.m. in the morning. Oh my, those are great sword hours. According to Myrtle Beach police report, an officer responded to Kings Highway, uh, residents, uh, referring to an assault. The officer found a victim covered in blood and saw a man apparently trying to evade police walking next door. Working in that building, thought workers in that building thought he was trying he was hiding because he was the victim not the other way around they believe he hid in the bathroom until officers could apprehend him officers provided first aid to the victim on the sidewalk and the victim said he was hit with a sword on his head and left arm the officer noticed a cut on the victim's forehead and a cut to his arm that was so deep it felt like it was broken according to the police report Officer, uh, I mean, once emergency medical services arrived, the other, the other responding officers located a trail of blood leading to the 14th Avenue South and Yapon Drive where the crime scene was located. Officers then responded to San Marcos Villas, Villas where they, there was a partial surveillance video of the incident taking place. And the camera recorded the suspect walking out of an apartment, then several minutes later walking back to the same apartment with what appeared to be a long knife. The suspect oh my. later identified as 26 year old Anthony Shy Felder has had gone into the neighboring Nathan's restaurant. Officers went into the restaurant to apprehend Felder who had blood on him. He's charged with attempted murder and booked in Myrtle Beast jail. But at least they got him for attempted murder. You know? That's true. And we do have can't a, even get that much. Right. And we do have a picture. So um you know guess the race guys if if you want to of uh uh what was his name? Uh what was it Anthony Shaw Anthony Shaw Feld Field Felder, yeah, just like Mike Felder, Mike, maybe they're related. Possibility. Mm-hmm. But Anthony Shaw Felder, who uh, decided at 3 a.m. in the morning to use his sword to attack somebody and then hide in Nathan's restaurant. Blade says felt five. <laughs> the sticky fingers are Blade or the uh, or the, uh, the the other joint, uh, Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Machete Karen Haitian. I'll double down on Blade 2, says Canuck Duke. They thought he was the victim, White. That's true. They did think he was the victim. The drunk samurai, White. Uh, Wesley says felt five. Okay. Uh, the correct answer is black. He was black. He was black, y'all. He was black, everybody. Uh, I'll put his picture in the chat so you guys can see it. But yeah, he's he's black. I mean, he looked like a dude that might be down with swords. Like Ain't he, a little on the crazy side. Yeah, like his eyes are like red. He just like he just has a look like I cut you, you know, and I'll confess to it. Uh, all right, man. We'll be back tomorrow at nine. Thank you so much, guys, for uh, coming out and watching us live in the chat and everybody that uh spreads the word gives their opinion and mm-hmm. talks on the website i'm sure people have plenty to say about our transgender discussion i know they will ta-nehisi coats and all this shit and uh we appreciate everybody that does participate in the conversation man we do. Uh, leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we read them on the show on saturdays when we do feedback um, leave comments and vote in the polls on the blackoutist.com. Don't forget you can still nominate things for 2014 tippies, mm-hmm. um, right now and all year long. Uh, all right. So we're out of here until tomorrow. I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.